Actually, you, you, you see Dave Lamont, and it's so cool to see him and hear his voice all the time on the radio and now on TV for the Strikers. And then to have him in your house and he talks right to you, it's like you hear that voice. It's just like booming. It's like, oh, man, it's Dave Lamont. Yeah. So I'm pumped up. But straight in front of me, my boy in his digital camo uh, tailgate show shirt, which I do love. My boy, Justin. What's up, kiddo? What's up, everybody? Yeah, digital camo shirt via Gooser and Gooser Sport. Thank Hi-ya. you very much. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, exciting. Cudio uh, is a bit packed. There is no more ass space left on the counter, and I think uh, we could probably use a few more chairs. But I'm sure everybody's going to get pushed out to the patio soon. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis is going to get right on that. Get those cards ready. Somebody's getting a yellow card, a red card oh, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Get those things handy. But to my right, wearing his split season craptastic shirt, which everybody's got to get a hold of from the tailgate show because everybody hates the. Season, my boy Matt Abbey. What's up, kid? Good. How are you, mate? How are you, mate? I'm good. That my medium shirt. Yeah, I do like it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I say don't give up on the medium. I'm, oh. You're not old enough and fat enough yet to give up I'm on. Get, it. I'm getting there. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna lose the weight? I'm gonna have to lose the weight. I'm not gonna give up on my mediums. No. You're not. Nope. That's I, it. Dude, you know what? You gotta set guidelines. You for need yourself. a goal in life. You do. Yeah. I don't want to get larger than a medium. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I that's what I shoot for. Yeah. Good luck with that, dude. Thanks, buddy. Wait, listen, if you can quit drinking... I'm going to have some more beer. Hang on. I know. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. That's helping. If you could quit drinking for 30 days, you could lose enough pounds to fit into the medium. I could, but it's really boring. (laughs) I'm only trying to watch my language today. (laughs) You did it. I did. Yes, it's really dull. The wife wife cooks good? Or you Uh, cook good? Well... um, Or do you eat out a lot? No, well... Mm No, we eat at home a lot. I cook a lot. Yeah? yeah. So it's, it's fattening. Beer. It's beer. It's the beer? It's the beer. It bloats you. Yeah, it just makes you fat. Yeah. yeah. Bloating's a pleasant word to call it. I guess. Even when you were drinking O'Doul? <laughs> just not as bloated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to my left, wearing another Tailgate Show shirt, my boy Scotty Went. What's up, kid? Happy Thursday evening, everyone. I just want everyone to know I got some bigger life goals than... Hang into a schmedium. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, like that's because you that lost happened. that in teenage yeah, years. Yeah, that happened a long time yeah. ago. So it was no puberty use. large. Uh, I, I it, was, actually, so I got to my early twenties, I was not. Oh yeah, I was still, pretty fit. But, you're yeah. hanging in there. It all went down. He's already reached his, his life goals of fitting into an XXL. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm listen. I'm fat and happy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. My wife cooks good, so I yeah. got no issues. But boys, you've reached. You see, you've reached your limit, right? You know what you're going for. You've reached your goal, and that's it. Like, there we go. I'm continuing trying mean, to reach maintenance my goal. now. It's maintenance. <laughs> have my uh, milk stouts, and, and I'm good, man. So listen, um, later on we're going to have Thomas Rongan in. And awesome. it really, you're like the 
only guy here really. Well, Where's Neil? Did yeah. Neil die this week? Right. <laughs> Neil's the only one older than him. Yeah, Neil's he, Neil Neil's luck. He dies the night before the oh, tailgate show gets wrong. Oh God! Oh, oh, oh poor oh, guy. Oh. Play that death march. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I mean, listen, are you excited for something like that? Of course. Oh wait, hold on. Neil's calling. <laughs> no, Neil. His moment of peace. Come to the light, Neil. <laughs> Stop. So he's, he's gonna show up any minute. But anyway, yeah, of course, man. You know, I've, I've talked about it before. My introduction to the game of soccer was sitting in the bleachers at Lockhart Stadium watching um, the likes of, of course, Thomas playing with guys like Ray Hudson and Nene Cabillas, my personal favorite, but um, George Best, uh, Gerd Mueller. So it, to have him come here and, and be in the Cudio with us, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bloody shit show. <laughs> we got to make sure that uh, we get you on mic plenty for that because uh, hey, I'm you're, looking forward to it. You're the guy, you're the real guy here for that, so we got to make sure we uh, we get Scotty Boy in there on that. So uh, you want to you want to what do you want to do? You wanna yeah, we're gonna one? we're gonna do we'll we'll talk uh, in a little bit about uh, of course the the Tampa game. Uh, a little quick yeah, a little quick rundown. Uh, some tailgate action, maybe your, some of your pregame tailgate action, and then uh, and then and then hit up the game and stuff like that. But then we can't, of course, forget that we got these boys coming into the house. You know, Thomas, we need to do this. We need to join Striker Likers across the globe and listen to the Tailgate Show every Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. Go to tailgateshow.com, U.S., to listen in. Hey, it's, it's somebody's kitchen, and you have to drink alcohol. This sounds like a perfect we place for us. Been there yet. <laughs> Holy smokes, we have failed. This franchise, we owe them that. Oh. Ice sports fans, are you ready for some soccer? Come out to Lockhart Stadium to cheer on your Fort Lauderdale Strikers professional soccer team. We have lots of activities on game day. Tailgating, games for the kids in the family fun zone, camaraderie with your fellow striker likers, and some great striker soccer. And a goal! Strikers are on the board! There's nothing like experiencing the game live. Get your tickets now starting at only $12 at strikers.com. What I was about to say was, you know, I want I want to try and convince Dave Lamont to take my phone number so that every time he calls me, it just plays that we have failed this franchise. <laughs> I just, that would be the most awesome ringtone, right? If I could somehow get Dave to call me once, I'll just text. Hey, do you call me? I got to tell you something important. <laughs> or just text you, and you can make your text tone. Oh, so that way it just comes up on your text tone. Oh, yeah, I can show you how to do that. I'll just add, I'll ask him long ass questions. Yeah. You know, so he has to answer multiple parts. Oh. So I have to keep No, just keep saying, huh? 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 <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't get it. What? what? Again? Huh? <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that to, as your text message when you text message me. You should. Huh? That would be smart. Because huh? <laughs> normally I'll respond to him when he texts it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because I don't huh? understand anything he writes. Yeah. I'm very shocked by how many times people don't understand what I'm saying. I'm starting to think it's me. <laughs> no, right? Don't. don't. Don't I would. You don't think it's me? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But uh, 
so so yeah. So what'd you guys do? What'd you guys do before this uh, Strikers game on Saturday? Oh, we went down one? to we went down to one of Dave Lamont's favorite places. Went down to Funky Buddha for a little uh, pre tailgate before we went to the tailgate. Nice. I love that place, man. They they always have cool beers, and you know you know me, I'm a little weak. So I, and I like those weak beers that they always have. Man, they have a, a sour here and there. Why do they have sweet. to be weak? Uh, well, you know, Dave Fleischer makes fun of me all the time. Uh, so I, feel, yeah, yeah. I have weird feelings about myself <laughs> due to Dave. But I love it, and I love going there. So, yeah, we hit up Funky Buddha, went over to the tailgate. We hit the streets there, of course, and we were rocking it, having some beers out there. We had the pool going. The, the grill was going. We had a really super awesome turnout, our tailgate and our section. We did dynamite this week. I mean, listen, we're, we're battling just like they're battling to get asses in the seats. You know what I mean? So I, I'm very proud of me and my friends this weekend. I think we showed up big time at the tailgate and in our section. Yeah. We, we had a great section. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good, solid tailgate. I think everybody enjoyed the beer pool. So uh, it was a good thing having everybody's beers there and, um, you know, getting it all, getting it all set up. So it, it, was, it was fun to come out there. Yep, we had the pool going. You know, that's always a fun thing. Everybody gets to dip in there, see how it is. You try different stuff. It's a good idea. I like it. It's, mm-hmm. a, good, it's a good thing to do. Uh, I did not forget to hit up the Big O show because I know he's always over there doing the Strikers yeah, extra yeah. time. So I forgot to hit up Big O. And, and not, If it's not Peterson, I'm not going. <laughs> I was right. just going to say, Peterson wasn't. I know, but it's still cool to go over there and bug Big O while he's on the mic and stuff like that, talking Strikers stuff. And then maybe he'll just be like, hey, get over here. Come over here. Come sit down. Sam's here. we got to talk to him about actually getting on with Big O, maybe. Yeah, someday. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's the guy. Sam Ambrose is in the house too. Yeah, we heard his name. He heard his name. Yeah, we got the, we got a packed cudio tonight. We got some we got some heavy hitters in here. First timers. We got <laughs> Phil. My buddy Mark's here. He's never been here. Everybody coming out. Yeah, he's been here like Mark. three times. Wrongin. What? Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe he has. Has he? Yeah, yeah. All right. Zero. Sometimes I forget. Zero times. You forget. <laughs> we got front. We got the front office furniture here, Derek. Yeah. We. Oh, the cats are in the house. <laughs> and the real and. X, X, X front cat. office. We got, yeah, X cats. We got duels in the house. Yeah, duels there. And, oh, don't, don't forget, forget Chad. Chad. Chad's back here. He's it, quiet. You got to watch Chad. Chad be, be the person that comes and kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Chad's the one that sneaks in and nobody knows he came in. <laughs> He's smiling when you say that. Uh, I don't understand. He's a very quiet man. <laughs> right? Don't they always say every, before every serial killer? Yeah. You hear that? He was a quiet man. Yeah, he never bothered anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's the murderer. He, he was always so polite. So so polite, so so nice. Would help you out with anything you need. But then that one time he asked me to help him put furniture in the back of his van. And that chest is really heavy. Are you about a size (laughs) sixteen? That's from uh, moving in the middle of the night, like Indianapolis. Later, gotta get out of here. Or Silence of the Lambs. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Why was I thinking of Colts? I don't know. Colton serial murderers. Like ruined. Uh, you like ruined the jokes. How did we get? How did we get out the serial killers already? I don't know. Because Chad's quiet. It's all Chad's reason. fault. All right. So listen. What do you think? Uh, we better get. Uh, we better get uh, Lamont on here before right. um, before Ron gets gets here and uh, you know let's let's get him in here. So why don't we play a little uh, ultras uh, commercial yeah. or something like that? I'm working on it. I, I forgot how I I organized them properly. <laughs> We're here every Monday night, whether you like it or not. Yeah. 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 Y
and Yankee Doy. It's all good, player. Every Monday night at 9 p.m. All the big names stop by Ultras Alive. Kobe Jones, Ray Hudson, Bill Peterson, Fernando Fiore, Eric Winalda, and so many more. Go to ultrasalive.com for more information. Follow us on Facebook at Ultras Alive and on Twitter at Ultras Alive Show. Into the show, right? Yeah, feel that? That's awesome. And on the mic right now, I can't believe this guy's in my house right now, dude. I, I was, I'm a huge fan. I love, I love your work. I think your voice is dynamite for sports. We have failed this franchise. Dave Lamont. God, when did I say that? Because <laughs> I, I heard you talking about him going, I, and I looked at Sam because God forbid I say anything bad was when the boss is here, and I'm going. <laughs> When did I say that? We have failed. No, no, you said it in a good way. Yeah. You said, I if re- we don't go over there, we have failed this oh, franchise. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> God, somebody remembered what I said because I have a habit. Let me add, this is the truth. In the same way when I was in college, when I was in college, if I studied for a test, I crammed everything in there. I would take the test in that's record time. Right. Phrasing, if you're an Archer fan. <laughs> <laughs> and it is on tonight, so we're done by 10, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, as long as I'm home for that. Yeah. Um, and then I would take the test. If I TiVo, will you sleep over? <laughs> you got too many people in here. You better have a nice air mat. All right. And I need at least two pillows. Um, yeah, I'm not a one-pillow guy. And I would take the test, and it would just spill out onto the paper, and I would be almost inevitably the first guy with the test. If you asked me to take that test five minutes later, I would fail it. Yep. Yeah. And it's funny, with the broadcast, I'll get reminded about something, and I go, I said that? Really? When? <laughs> Unless it was something exceptionally stupid, mm. which happens, yeah. then I'll remember it. And well, then you that, yourself that later. sums up the show for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell these guys, I forgot that. I don't, <laughs> it's my attitude. So, yes, now I remember saying it, uh, but I forgot the context completely. And when, when Well, I, we have the whole context yeah. as well, but he, right. he goes, he goes, Dude, you have to cut that part. And I was like, all right, I'll cut that part, and we've got that one. We've got the whole thing, yeah. too, the conversation. Because, of just, course, a plug for the tailgate show is exciting. Anytime. <laughs> Listen, I don't get invited to people's kitchens that often, and they give me <laughs> beer and, and food. So what do I need? It's good stuff. Nothing else. And, and koozies. Those are yours. Those are yours. Uh, this yeah. is awesome. I Guess got a pair it. of koozies. I got the red and black koozie. I'm with black here because it matches the bottle. Nice. I'm throwing off now. Huh? Don't, for, don't forget, those koozies are available at any tailgate. <laughs> yeah, I had to know it's funny. There I, you, there's the plug. I know you all invited me to go by the tree, and every time I show up, I have to actually work. Ambrose is a taskmaster. Uh, yeah. and That's a cool way to put it, taskmaster. Thank you. Hitler was another one. No, 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 no. I wouldn't quite go that far. Oh. But, um, no, so it's, it's actual work when we get there. We have a little production meeting, and then we, uh, it takes about 30 minutes to ascend those stairs mm-hmm. to the top of the booth, <laughs> and then, uh, then we're sure. ready to go. But then the lineups have been unearthed from the, uh, with the mayonnaise jar and fucking Wagnall's porch, and we're ready to go. <laughs> I have see how long never, it takes Ronaldo to get up those stairs. Well, I have never <laughs> dealt is, with Is the sport. elevator jammed or something? Yes, that's what it is. It's jammed in an office about 100 miles away. It's jammed with Ronaldo. Yeah, the ADA <laughs> folks have not been told about Lockhart. No, I seriously, I deal with sports, and I deal with coaches all the time. And I got to say, these guys guard these lineups. 
Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah, I think I think that's a soccer thing though it in has general. To be. Yeah, because it, 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 I've seen it like when I, I watch my friends and like they're searching like right before the match to see who it is. It's like you don't know by now. Uh, you know? And we will occasionally get them on the sly, but we're told, all right, just don't, you know. Like who are we going to tell? <laughs> my bookie is not doesn't have anything on this game. All yeah, right? If I call is. my friend in Vegas who works at the Stratosphere, I'm not getting down on this game whether I like the so lineup what's, what's or your, not. What's your thinking behind that? So, you know, average other sports, you do know if people are injured and how long they're going to be out for. Like, we knew that Halavity's been out since the beginning of the season, apparently. Right. Yeah, we found out today officially. So well, but he's be... having surgery. I think that officially yeah. does him in, too. So. Yeah. So, but why would because he was back? properly diagnosed by... Holy Cross Hospital in Fort Lauderdale. Nice plug, buddy. <laughs> and if somebody gets injured, Sam, do you have that read? If somebody should pull a muscle during the show, right. the Holy Cross <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> Which I finally, we had so many guys go down the last game, I finally gave it to Thomas to read it once because I said, you know what, you do it. I'm out of breath. <laughs> no, I'm surprised he's not. But uh, the old boy, you know, he's a European, so he's yeah. got a couple packs going. In fact, do you have an ashtray? Uh, we'll get one. All right. Well, we'll just send him. We'll put his mic outside so yeah. he can. <laughs> from he can call in from the porch. No. You play with the strikers in the seventies. You could smoke in my house. Let me tell you something. <laughs> we'll make we'll make it. We'll Those make it guys, When I started covering the strikers in that era, I'm eighteen, nineteen years old. I walk into a locker room, and it is like walking into a Vegas casino. Yeah. They're puffing away <laughs> like crazy. After games, it was like I don't know. I, that was the first thing they did. Right. Well, back then they probably didn't know it was bad for you, right? I think they. Well, in yeah, the seventies, the stats know, haven't come out yet. Didn't yeah. care. They didn't care. No. That was their way, maybe, of coming down from the high of playing in that game. Cause, and and then you know we'd all meet up at the old Pier Street Annex, which yeah. is a rest in peace for that place. And we'd have a couple of uh, cocktails and relive the whole game, which was. <laughs> I mean, you think about the access you used to be able to get. You can't do that today. Uh, for a lot of reasons. Oh, I don't know what you're doing. I, I have decent access. <laughs> of, but, but, and, that, and that's part of the argument that we have a lot of time when everybody's like, don't you want MLS? Don't you want MLS? And we're like, I don't know. We might be shooting ourselves in the foot because we kind of enjoy this whole NASL thing. We've got a lot of access with yeah. the strikers. I think if this thing turned into a $100 million franchise where you're buying into a league like that, they might start shutting things down a little bit as far as... My access, sure is, so, my access yeah. is so good, you're sitting in my kitchen. Right. <laughs> That's good access. Right. Yeah. And you'll see Phil Shane sitting here, do you? No, I don't. Has he? Has Phil been here? No. no. Oh, it's too bad. He's a good guy. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Phil's a great guy. I've known him a long time. Dude, we have a hard-on right now that we have you, dude. <laughs> well, hang on. Hang on. Somebody hang on. please tell my wife, because that would be the first, you know... <laughs> <laughs> trying to convince her for this is, I mean, by I mean, I think we got the warning about watching our language, but I don't think they. No, I'm yeah, I'm right. kidding. <laughs> the beer is fine. That's yeah, yeah. all that matters. But Chris, you, you wanted you wanted to ask Dave about the drop and about what oh. about having a drop like that. Yeah, let's have it. Play that one more time. Okay. Oh, uh, thanks. I should have set up for that. <laughs> nah. You didn't. We have, <laughs> I, I, you gotta I, have a soundboard ready I, of all I, your true. favorite drops. We do. Right. But wait, we have we have this one though. The Cudio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> but, but here's the first one that we were right. talking about. We have failed this franchise. So I said that on the boat, right? No. No? That was right after the tailgate show commercial. Oh, yes. Right? 
That's you said right. we, we have to go to the Cudio. It's alcohol. It's drinking. And you go, if we don't, we have failed this That's franchise. It took about three-tenths of a second for Thomas to agree with that also. Right. Oh, yeah. So That's he right. was on board immediately. Oh. <laughs> and, and then somebody said that the producer was missing. You're like, oh, he probably went to find the kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. What we, yeah, yeah. That's, look, that's. Uh, and for Thomas to come this far west and not drive straight to St. Petersburg is alone a right. triumph. Right. So you think you got a boner now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're Just gonna be wait. rock solid. It's gonna be swing <laughs> in here. Viagra. This does have a Wayne's World vibe to it, by the way. Does yeah. any of you play guitar? No. <laughs> There's a guitar hero around here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that I was pretty good at. I sucked at real guitar. I heard that that section of you saying that, and all I can think is Neil Rogers. I I think, what a drop. Would that be something Neil would play all the time? We have failed this franchise. Absolutely. Well, I mean, to give the the audience a bit of a background, I worked with Neil uh, early in my career in 1980 and 81 as his color guy for UM Baseball, when he also had his talk show on WNWS. And so being around him, and, and I wouldn't say we were friends, but he liked me. Yeah. And that's alone good enough because he was a very private, very shy man. Mm. Uh, he could be, I mean, he was, everybody in here knows, and a few people are nodding their heads, utterly brilliant, one of the fastest wits I've ever been around. And around the right people, if he was comfortable, he would open up and he could just make you spit mm. laughter. But privately, no, he didn't run around. He didn't no. throw himself out there. He, he, he liked to stay quiet. As a lot of entertainers do. And to me, he was an entertainer. But in the days when he went to QAM and started playing those crazy drops, that would absolutely be on him. Yeah, right? Listen, I still, maybe you guys do this too, because I was such a Neely, that every time that uh, you're at a gas station and ask for a receipt and you go to hit the no button, do you not think of no? No. Larry King, you reach out and you push him no. up. No. no. Or occasionally, if you want a receipt, you know, you hit. Absolutely. We've, we've, had, we've had a no drop. We had a no drop forever, but our buddy Paul, who used to, was on the show, his computer crashed and we lost all the drops. There is a Neil sound. We used to always. No. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. Well, that's what I have yeah. for one of our outros. I have the, the uh, Mandich, the, the stench of cow manure. Oh, sure. that, that's part of our outro. Yeah. You know. But Neil had the timing of a great comic. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to be silly, he could be silly. And if he was had something on his mind, then he had an unbelievable eloquence that he could get his point across. And he could be mad, but he wouldn't be so mad as to lose his voice. In other words, by that, he wouldn't be an incoherent screaming boob. He could get his point out if something really got him fried. You listen and, to this, Chris? And then get, <laughs> makes me go laugh. What do you mean? Nothing. nothing. Uh, I'm saying anything. Just, carry on. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that ability. <laughs> few people do. Yeah, I'm a, very few people. Do. I get angry at everything. I think everything has got to be my way. I'm horrible. I know oh, I, I have am. that problem too. I'm an only child. I act like an only child. <laughs> well, I want my sister dead. Does that count? <laughs> I don't know your sister, so you know. No, I, I love her. I was just kidding. She seems to be. And this is a bit of a sausage fest in here. Just for this, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I, I put Tara on that. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> she brought herself. <laughs> that one counts. Yeah, one don't count. Could have got a sideline reporter or something like that at least. Oh. <laughs> You're married though. Yeah, you yeah happily yeah, actually. Yeah, believe it or not, you don't yeah. want the sideline reporter ever. Well, I, I, I now you are putting me on the spot here, but uh, <laughs> I, I, due to listen, the fact that I, I do work for question. the worldwide leader, and we do uh, uh, have a lot of women who work for the worldwide leader, and I am under contract. <laughs> and there's there's suing people now too, but the people stuff. Yeah, don't even know it. Well, that was Erin Andrews' thing and, yep. you know, now that she's at Fox, but um, she, I, she had every right to sue. I was oh, shocked agreed. at the amount of money I really was, but she had a right to sue. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, know, I, I never watched that video out of respect. I really didn't. Uh, so, I don't know her very well. Offline, I don't, you looked for? 
Didn't know. I didn't know. I, I can I can look you straight in the eye and tell you I didn't because I, I didn't been. feel that was respectful. Yeah, I understand a lot of people who want to do that. I completely understand that she's Her a beautiful business. woman. Yeah. yeah. But that's I just didn't think that was right. To the highest extent. Right. It right? is. It was obviously illegal. So I didn't feel clean about that. I really didn't. I understand. And I am not against women in any way at all. And I work with a lot of them who are incredibly talented who have to deal with a lot of that kind of get in my kitchen, bake me a cake, you look ugly, what are you doing? I only want a man to do this stuff. And they, they've told me many times that that definitely gets to them after that. That silent reporter is not getting you look ugly. <laughs> I don't know who's looking. No, no, no. She's very, she's very pretty, and she's a young broadcaster. So this is a tremendous opportunity for her, plus the work she does in Gainesville, to get experience on the fly. So this is a great chance for her. So is this your first time calling this kind of football? Yes. Uh, other than one uh, fusion game I did with Ray Hudson in Columbus no so way. long ago, I can't even remember. Yeah. Please, oh, please try, because we would love to hear that I don't story. know what year that was, but we got called in to do the game. Uh, I even forgot. It was on Sun Sports, probably, and I was still sort of dabbling with them. And we flew out at 530 in the morning through Atlanta the day of the game. I guess they wanted to save money. And, <laughs> you know, that 530 a.m. flight, everybody has that same look of shock on it. Yeah. You can't believe. And there are some people who got up at 3:30 to get ready for the plane. Yeah. I just, you know, so we we get there, we interview the. It's this. I know. I remember it was a Saturday because the NFL draft was on. If there's one guy very happy on that plane, that's me. Because I'm normal. I'm up at that time, and I'm no, I'm, I'm not, not lively. Not, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, I've had to take those flights to come home. Yeah. I'm the guy you're like, oh, that's a that great guy shock. No, that's a great yeah. shock. He must still be partying from yeah. last night. Exactly. Yeah. I know you run into those guys who can't. I I had a guy. Right behind me, I was flying from Orlando to some, I don't remember where I was going now. Last guy on the plane, he looked pretty bad. He's sitting behind me at an angle, thank God, and he's got nothing in front of him, and he just starts, oh. Now, he had the grace to put it in a bag. He was a young guy, too, like barely drinking age young. And um, I'm kind of turning, and I wave at the flight attendant, like, you know, this is what happens when I'm next to the line of getting first class but didn't get upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> I could have avoided this. Thanks, American. And... Um, I'd be like, you know, do you hear my voice? This is a voice of gold. I need first class. That doesn't work. No, it's no. weird. And anyway, the kid said, I'm, I'm, I'm hungover. <laughs> no, no, and, you know, they wisely suggested he take a later flight, and thank God he did. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. That would been something. Like, oh. You think a crying baby come behind you? Oh, bag. I can handle that. You know why? Because yeah. I'm a parent. I had I had those incidents with my kids. So you already feel like a you know dirt to begin with. So... I have sympathy for those people. I genuinely do. I don't get mad at them. Oh, you're the one. I want no talking on my planes. Yeah, but the, I, I want a plane guy... of complete silence, except for the pilot and the flight attendants. I don't want to hear three rows back somebody doing their work conversation right. or talking about this adventure they went on. I don't care. Yeah, that yeah. I admit. I, I sound you know. Or a guy using care. or a guy using cheesy lines on a girl or something like that. Yeah. 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 I have somebody. You got to get these dentist canceling headphones. I have them, and I always forget to bring them. Yeah. I had a guy. I had a guy dump his. my drink. Ball? No, the drink. The tomato drink. drink my drink. Oh, that's um, a, and that stuff smells uh, no. so bad. The tomato, the tomato the breakfast. The no, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, there you are on my brain. Oh, like you don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not big on tomatoes. The yeah, he dumped Actually, his Bloody Mary. His Bloody Mary got knocked over on my backpack, and I was like, oh. And so that smell was just in my yeah. backpack, and I had like one of those mesh sides to it and stuff. So it just it was no. bad. So yeah, that kind of stuff is annoying too. I've that, had you no longer own that backpack, do you? No, that backpack's no, that long gone. Right away, long gone. No. I, that that same guy 
go looks at me and he's like, I've been at the Hard Rock all night, and I'm like, oh, awesome, dude, because it was a seven o'clock flight, yeah, and and he kept ordering like you know whiskey, whiskey and water and stuff, and and all that stuff. He kept ordering at seven o'clock in the morning, and the flight attendant comes over and she's like, sir, um, and he's like, no, just keep them coming. So he. Then he ended up passing out, which was nice. Like, we had a little conversation. I entertained him for a little while, and then he passed out. So when we landed, I was, like, trying to wake him up. I even was doing a sternum rub on him to wake him up. He was so passed out. And this flight attendant comes over, and she's like, don't. It's okay. He's on a buddy pass from an airline employee, so we're going to deal with him once you all leave. And I was like, see you later. And I left. So he was left there, and he was on somebody's buddy pass, and so he was going to get... Yeah, yeah, they had him good because he was being a jerk. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Dennis made sure I didn't wear uh, jeans on my buddy pass. <laughs> Let him pass out. <laughs> Holy smokes! I have not had that. I've had some in- interesting incidents. I've had one emergency landing in my life, and uh, I've had a couple of times. It was one flight during the football season where I'm sitting there. Code red, code red at first class. Code red, code red, code red. What the hell? I thought it was Deacon. No, some guy got up from his seat and just boom, boom, down he goes. Lost it. Is there a doctor in the house? There was, actually. And they got the guy conscious again, and we never had to turn around or make an emergency stop. Yeah. And see, that's where, see, that's where you go wrong. If the guy dies right there, they're not going to make an emergency landing. He's already dead. Uh, just go on. Yeah. Just keep going. Really, what as soon as you bring him back, make? like, ah, oh, Christ, yeah. we got to land. Right. You're gonna, He's <laughs> back. If you're going to an airport with a lot of connections, then that's a problem because you're going to force people to miss their connections. Just you know, yeah. Put them under with the luggage. Yeah, you can't do that. No. Bad <laughs> so idea. How, do, how do you enjoy uh, you know now being a soccer analysis? It's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, I thought it was going to be fun, and I watched the game, and so I, I I felt like I knew something about it. And it was great to be back at Lockhart. It's great to work with Thomas, who I, whose career I watched when he was here. Uh, and playing for the Strikers, and Thomas was a very good player, and so and I uh, that has really been a lot of fun. I would love obviously to see the team do a little bit better. There's still hope for that. They've got a very tough road match this week at Carolina, but yeah, this is a blast. I mean, uh, the people are great to work with. It, the franchise is a lot of fun, and I do get a kick out of the game. It's a new challenge for me, and you know how do you incorporate the basics of play-by-play into a new sport? Yeah, it's got to be exciting to be a first timer to be out there. And it's, I mean, I mean, how much do you watch soccer? I mean, you know, what's, what's more than I did now because I honestly felt like even though I know the basic terms and I don't wish to uh, to avoid. I mean, I have to admit I do feel funny sometimes saying one nil when it's really one nothing, yeah. or <laughs> calling it a pitch, which I've never understood the history of where that is. But it's those are the it's accepted our language, terms. right? Our That's and and that is the accepted <laughs> term. So I have to you know trade that for what I usually am used to with yeah. college football, which is my main beat, and college basketball. Yeah. But those are small items. I at mean, least at least he's not coming from like a hockey background where he's making every hockey reference no. during uh, Silver Butt. But every every hockey reference you can make for all this soccer terminology. No, there's I no just, point in that. I'm just very impressed that you know if it's not something you do naturally and it's not something you watch a lot of and you have dominant sports, I'm very impressed having – I'm not kissing ass. I'm genuinely Oh, go ahead. This. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how – Clean your 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 feet are. It doesn't sound fake. It doesn't sound like you're talking about a sport a you don't know, and the phrases you use work. And it's very interesting. Well, thank to you. Watch I appreciate that. I yeah. take you know I one of the most important things when I when I talk to classes, I do some high school work, some teaching, is it, the number one job for me is be accurate. No matter what it is. Monday night, I'm announcing archery. Up in Orlando, and I've never done archery. Archery, soccer. At least I've seen in person for years. I watched the old matches. I covered the team. Yeah. I watched, you know, I archery. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my is analyst on, is that on the Ocho or no? Like, it's on ESPN three. It's part oh. of these Invictus games, the disabled uh, oh. vet games that yeah. are going on in Orlando. Oh, week. cool. He has a brainchild of Prince Harry. He pulls back, steady hand. That's about it. <laughs> Square in the eyes. Oh, bullseye, releases. Mr. Bullseye. You have to talk on like the like the I, on you know on field golf announcer I too. Don't, like yeah, I don't know. At least and also in soccer you can let loose. Yeah. And soccer is unusual because. I guess you can say in any sport you don't know when the big moment's going to happen, but in soccer you really don't know when the big moment's going to yeah. happen. In American football, when a team is on a drive, there's sort of a buildup, and you can kind of get a sense, hey, this might, you know, this might lead to something. Yeah, you can watch the ball fly in the air, and he caught it. Right, you, you can know, see. Like, but in soccer, you never know. All of a sudden, it could be a quick run down the side, cross, and boom. Yeah, score. Done. And it's the unpredictability. And there are moments where you know, hey, I can take a breath here. I don't have to talk all the time. They're kicking back to the goalie. They're going to hit the reset button. Let's, you know, let's. I, I like that. Let's I, talk I about like, the tailgate show. Uh, right. I like <laughs> there you go. Where's that promo card? <laughs> I like that there's moments like that in sports, especially like with baseball and soccer. You know, there's moments where, where you know, they're not going to commercial and you guys have got to hold your own. And I think it's cool that you get to talk a little bit and, and feel your personality and stuff like that. Well, the, this sport does allow that. And also, I, one of the things that we've been taught at ESPN, and I'm a firm believer in, is sometimes you just shut up. You let the game... No, well, no, in this situation, yeah. We were, if I was doing soccer on radio, I, my voice would be gone by halftime because you always have to tell people where the ball is. Here, they can see it. It's not mm. like hockey where the puck is hard to find. Soccer ball is easy to find. Mm. So if there are moments where the middle of the field is kind of being torn up and there's not a lot going on or a team is playing conservatively and they kick it back a little bit, then you can kind of rest a little bit. You don't have to, I don't believe, and even in other sports, you have to talk all the time on television. You give the audience a break. And if there's great natural sound, now this doesn't happen so much in soccer because the natural sound happens when the exciting moments are happening. And then you let that go. You let that come to the viewer. Unless you've got 10 Hispanics with you who have big-ass drums and bang them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's loud. very true. It gets very loud. <laughs> same with, go to a Dominican Republic baseball game sometime if you want that same treatment. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. So out of all the sports you've commentated now, so what is close to soccer for you? Is anything close? Or are they all, they all so different? I think they all are different. Um, the basics, again, are the same. Get the names right. What's the score? What's the time? Set up your analyst. In television, that's the whole key. And I'm very fortunate. Thomas is really good. So it, it makes it very easy for me. I can trust him that I know that if I leave something out there, he'll grab it. Or I can ask him a question about coaching strategy since he's coached at a high level. And I can, you know, hey, Thomas, what about we, we got into a discussion when we showed Caio uh, at one point was really hot with the fourth <laughs> official. Yes, a couple was. of times he was. And he, I think one time with very good reason. And so, Thomas. I was thinking about basketball at this point with the proximity of referees to college basketball and pro basketball coaches. Those guys are as close as we are to each other, and they can either have a quiet conversation or he can just rip the ref a new one. So I'm asking Thomas, do you work the officials? And he has that ability to say, yeah, this is what I did. Maybe Kyle needs to cool it just a little bit now. And he brought up some really salient points about dealing with that. That's where that's part of the job as a play-by-play guy on television. I use him the same way. He's so smart and he has that accent. Just, just ask him a football question. Say, uh, you know, hey, were they, how are they playing last night? Yeah. Well, you want to say it now? Yeah. yeah, say something smart. Who's they? Never mind. There's a difference between you and Dave. It's, he lead, leads him into a question he can actually answer. <laughs> Again, I feel like I'm being picked on and singled out. No, but, this is, but that's good. 
<laughs> what do they say? When the coaches stop yelling at you, that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Then they've decided to cut you. Yeah. Right, well, now can you tell me and stop yelling at me? Oh, Dave said so. Well, how about how about you, analyst? Since this is the biggest topic in the sport, let's hear an analysis of, of Leicester City and, and, and them winning. It's, it's, it's one of those really hard ones. As a, as I'm a West Ham fan. Okay. So, you know, so we're on that lower level. Probably higher than Leicester were, but we went to this, you know, we expected to be mid-table. So for me, it was, it was really interesting. It's great to watch the big boys go down. Right? It's lovely to watch Leicester step it up and go there. At the same time, it's that twinge of jealousy that it's not your team who's there. And we are very close this year. You know, West Ham's in fifth. And, and, you, were, and you were up even closer to the top. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's almost like one of the ones when you don't – you want them to beat the big guys. But at the same time, if one of the small guys wins, you want it to be you. And you don't want someone you know, else to do it. So it's, for me, it was really hard until that last weekend. And then all of a sudden, I came around when, um, when Chelsea was kicking off against Tottenham. And I, I really then started backing Leicester in that last So game. is this a one-off? Or can it's we now expect them to be good? No, this is a one-off. It's a one-off. It's okay. a one-off. This is just unheard of. So, um, what about, so what about now, as a, an American soccer fan that understands things, like a topic uh, that we can't not talk about in each one of our shows, Pro-Rel, that... Now you hear American media talking about like, wow, look at talk about a Cinderella team that started almost a year ago, you know, basically climbing the ranks and stuff like that. And then so now you've got Americans that have to try and learn about what pro what pro rel is and go, wow, yeah. does that sound more? That sounds a little interesting. But the problem is it doesn't matter what the fans want, does it? If, if every major league has so much investment from the right. owners, they're never going to allow it. There's no way that. What do we have but, at the moment? But you, but you think a guy, a guy that we know on Twitter, Ted Westervelt, he's also commonly referred to as uh, Tinfoil Ted, um, much like our friend Saran Rap. So, uh, but I hate to even ask the genesis of those nicknames. It was just made up. Okay. But the guy Tinfoil Ted because they say he's a little crazy, like you know somebody that has to put tinfoil on. So to protect you watch himself. Better Call Saul, that kind of thing. That, that, that kind of guy. That's yeah, sort of guy. Yeah, his brother. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Right. so, but this guy, there's a huge movement on on Twitter and stuff, and now with some supporter groups and stuff within American soccer at all the levels about like trying to push a pro rel type thing in America. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Promotion and relegation within okay. America. Right. So where I thought you were talking about shampoo for a second. What does Perel have to do <laughs> yeah. with anything? No, yeah, Perel, yeah. My hands yeah. are really dirty, yeah. you know, ninety nine percent of germs, that yeah. kind anyway. of thing. Anyway, I don't use their their sponsor too, right, Sam? Not a big shampoo no. guy. Okay. Not a big well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saved a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But but these guys are these guys are pushing it on, on Twitter. So I, I think that there's probably a huge bump that those guys got Seems in so that conversation. Though. You know, breaking that in now, now, I, I mean, it seems like it would be very complicated. I think the problem is, is that if it, if if sports had grown organically in the U.S. similar to they had done in the U.K., you know, these teams we're talking about are 120 years old. They start off as a a work team for some company. Right. And they start playing and then they gradually work their way up to the league. No one invested a lot of money at the start. So now, yes, at the top and they're making a lot of money, but there's no investment. The problem with MLS is we're now talking a hundred million dollar buy-in to get into a 24 team club. Right? And then someone says, guess what, next season you're getting relegated yeah. and you're going to make half the revenue on your sales. Yeah. And, and lose your television coverage. Yeah. You know, yeah. In other words, yeah. ESPN's not coming by to cover you if, you're, uh, if, you're, if you drop down Absolutely. a level. So no may, I, may I go on a, a miniature? This is one of the things about the, the whole Miami soccer thing that has bugged the living do out of me. Please do. And oh, rant this is, away. This is a spot. <laughs> Can you bring the soapbox? Bring well, it I don't even need that. But... The whole thing with Beckham and Miami and MLS and, and MLS's obsession with having to play that team in Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're not going to get a ton of arguments here. Well, and forcing a stadium issue down people's throats when the city of Miami had just been badly toasted by the Marlins. Why do you not 
put the team in Boca and play at FAU, mm-hmm. where you have a 36,000-seat stadium that is, and I've been there many times, is perfect. It is. Mm-hmm. It is easy to get to. It's right off 95. It doesn't even take that long off the turnpike. Or up US-1 if you want to come all the way from the east. The stadium has everything you need. Nice locker room. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the bowels of the stadium the public doesn't see. You've got lock, very nice locker rooms for both sides. You've got officials' locker rooms. You've got storage everywhere. I mean, they have a band locker room and a cheerleading locker room. So they've got plenty of things to do there. Press box, suites, all of it is a thoroughly professional stadium. The right number of seats, so if you don't have a great crowd, it doesn't look embarrassing. And if you, if you have a good team or a celebrity come into town, well, hell, you've got 18,000, 20,000 in there that will look and sound great. Mm-hmm. I do not understand that obsession with forcing somebody to build from the ground something that's not there. If, ooh, we have to have South Beach, we have to have Beckham isn't Boca. Bullcrap he's not. It, it's, that bothers me. I think they've missed on an incredible opportunity. I, I just don't think they want that. I, th- I think they wanted that uh, stadium where you're going to walk to from, a, from bars. They want Not there. Not where they're talking about putting it. They're going to have to completely regentrify that part of yeah. town. And I think it will. I, I think it will be forced Well, I to. hope it does. I really do. But... But you think it's going to stay like that with that stadium there? I don't know. I can't imagine. Do you honestly think it's not Garber trying to find any reason not to allow it to come back to Miami? It was you know they already failed in Miami, even though it was playing up here at Lockhart. Right. Do you think it it was almost like listen, I don't want to go back, but if you push my hand, I'm going to force you to do something that I think is going to work, and I'm going to go for the hardest thing you can possibly do. So it's a big poker game, and, and we're just seeing who has, yeah. That may be yeah. the case, because I was well, in Sacramento that I read the other day yeah. is sort of in line. Sacramento's, Sacramento's ridiculous. They're, they're in third division, and they're insane. They're killing it. Like, they've got one of these, you know, 20,000-seat yeah, 20, stadium, you know, like, not high school stadium. No, but, but that's about all But that need. type, like your Lockhart-type thing, yeah. and they are Selling it out every time, and they're killing it, and it's in its third division, so it's none of this. Is there anything to do there? Sacramento, no. Uh, I have an office. They have a nice nice downtown. Old Town is kind of fun. I haven't been there in a long time, but it's that's our biggest argument, right? That's why nobody comes. I have an office though. In in Fort Lauderdale, is the uh, Fort Lauderdale area that stadium area? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, it's no, no. industrial in, and all. Yeah. In Fort Lauderdale, there, there's so much to do. South That's Florida in general. Wants. Why yeah. Miami won't work, why Fort Lauderdale has a tough time drawing, why my, well, why Miami FC, when they're not giving away tickets from the Miami Fair or, you know, the, the Dade County Youth Fair to come to the game, and they're not giving free co- college kids telling them, hey, you get free drinks. And well, they're, they're playing at FIU, right? Yeah. I hate yeah. that stadium. God, they're, hate but that. they're getting college kids yeah, sure. discounts. They're right there. They, they're they first, their first game of the season that didn't have lightning storms and stuff like that, they yeah. were getting Dade County Youth Fair people to come in and all all that just can so that's where they got their bump from but in south florida it's just it's just tough because it is there's just so much to do and, and it forces you know to a ton of marketing it forces you to and it forces you to win uh that always helps because if you come to a game and the team doesn't win it might affect you know your, your oh yeah team. totally uh, it, it, I understand that. I really do. Um, hopefully this team can start with W's, and it's going to be a difficult game Saturday at Carolina. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've always thought people ask, well, why can't the Hurricanes draw more fans in football? Like, well, you know what? Try winning. Yeah. Consistently, not just occasionally, consistently. And you'd be surprised um, that people will make that trip. All of a sudden, that stadium's not, oh, it's too far to get there. Oh, not if you're not winning. If you're mm-hmm. winning, it ain't too far. Yeah. And it's the same thing as the Dolphins. The Dolphins' attendance has been horrible lately. Why? Well, they're terrible. They're mediocre. Mm-hmm. Who wants to watch mediocre? Who wants to go sit in the hot sun and spend the money on parking and all the other things for mediocre? Nobody. Mm-hmm. 
And, and even though the strikers are a bargain compared to that, if the team isn't winning, then you're going to have to really push to get fans in there. And we, you know, we try to promote it on the, on the TV. You all have the show, and you hope that people catch on. It's a great product. You just need more people to, to recognize that and to come out. And we want to welcome Scotty Went to the mics. Welcome back to the mics. Oh. You know, it, it seems like, and we talked about this on the show a number of times before, that those times when we do get that stadium fuller than it's been in a long time, yeah. for whatever reason on the field, we always seem to fall flat at those games. And you, you look around on those games and you, you see the crowd and you see twice as many people that are there as usual and you think, oh, God, can we please just win tonight? Please. In almost every case, it's been a loss or a draw. And then the next game comes, and you see half the crowd again. And so that that winning theme is definitely something that it, it goes on in in pro sports in South Florida. And I know to some degree it goes on in every town. You know, the, people want a winner, but it seems to really affect us here. Well, this is a transient area. I mean, I've lived here since I was 15, so, oh, I, so that's a long time. That crap. But it <laughs> is true. Oh, how many? Is, this this area has how many Pittsburgh Steelers bars? How oh, many New York Giants bars? Yeah, how but, many bars for different teams sell, just for NFL? But you sell teams. out every playoff game. No matter well, what sport you are. Yes, because that's the playoffs. Okay, well, it's playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? Well, the same transient fans. No. But they will go if you win. In other words, to me. They'll go if it's an event. That's well, why, that's, that's also that's why true. Because soccer, that is absolutely true. Our strikers are awesome. I don't yeah. want to hear crap about anything. I don't care if the bathrooms. I don't want to hear that bullshit anymore. It's ridiculous. Okay, I'm tired of that. Oh, the stadium's not nice. You don't like it. You don't like soccer enough. If you're going to go to Joe Robbie and fill 64,000 people in there because Bar- Barcelona's here, then you, you're you right. an event. Some of those people can yeah, come to our place. Yeah, yeah. you're an event you're right. enthusiast. You're, you're just a- but this is an event town. There's no question about it. That's why you mentioned the NBA playoffs. Well, of course they're going to sell out. And that team, by the way, has delivered two championships this decade. So that's also, there's a history there. And there is a cachet with that franchise, and, it's, and, and everybody that is a good Heat fan, you've had a one star in place for now, what, 10 years? Yeah. You know that the ownership is good. Yeah. And who's running the team? Well, if you're yeah, a Heat fan, you, you, yeah. Yeah, you're Pat Riley's running your freaking team. Yeah. You do, yeah. What do you, what do you want? Yeah, what, a, what more do you ask for? And you figure no matter what, and, you know, and he has said, when it's time to rebuild, I'm gone. So as long as he's around, he's trying to go all out. You know he's going to make a play for Kevin Durant in the offseason. Now, he may not be able to work it out salary-wise. You don't think he's already figured out what he wants to do? Of course he has. So you have that security if you're a Heat fan. You see how excited David Lamont is about that basketball? No, but Well, but but I'm I'm a huge Pat Riley fan. The Heat fired me. 15 years ago, I could be bitter about it. <laughs> no, but I but, believe him. He's, you're, you're completely right, and that's, and that's the problem with the strikers is people don't have that faith. Well, yeah. because, uh, although the franchise has had success recently, but unfortunately it's kind of like uh, – all right, I, another sport I announced down here is pro lacrosse, and it's kind of the same thing. Oh, stole my segue. Go ahead. All right. It's the same <laughs> idea. It's almost like each season is so brand new. That's a cycle with two wheels? Yeah, yeah, it keeps it has a gyroscope in the middle of it. Oh, right, but it's similar to when we're talking. Okay. It, that it's it's almost like your season. Like, oh, you guys are here again. You're you're back. Oh yeah, we never left. And that's that's an issue where they really got to pound it hard in the off season. Both the you know both the Florida launch play at FAU and the Strikers. You have to be aggressive in the off season. You have to, and I think they did a good job. The, the overseas tours and all that, and somehow they've got to get besides Channel Thirty Nine, getting lo- more local media involved. Yes, it used to be that you know, every TV station came out, uh, every anchor would come out, you know, every sports you know, guy would get, and that's what's missing 
here. If you yeah. try to, and, and I wish that would happen. I don't necessarily expect you to get a radio station like the WYOD used to carry the Strikers. The voice of the mm-hmm. Dolphins back then, Rick Weaver, was the announcer. Rick yeah. Weaver. Yeah. So that I don't necessarily expect, and I think it's fabulous that you have the increased exposure of the NASL to BN and uh, Goal TV and all these others that have jumped on board. Yeah. That's awesome, and that's a BN. major step for the and NASL. ESPN3, the, one of the ESPN worldwide leaders in sports. Damn straight. Oh. Don't forget that. Home of the Invictus game starting Monday on ESPN3. Archery at 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Plug. Track and field at 8 a.m. Wheelchair basketball on Thursday all day. Um, <laughs> no script, too. He's... No, at all. I just really wish they had the Ocho. You know, I don't know why. Seriously, I mean, that was the like Bill Simmons joke was the Ocho. Yeah, but I don't know why. Probably now because everybody's trying to cut back on money, as you know, uh, in that business, ESPN, Fox. You know, they've had massive layoffs and things, and that's probably why there's not going to be. But like, even if like, but they did Deportes. They should have just made it ESPN the Ocho, but but not to make not not to make fun of the Spanish and say you're only worth eight. But I just I'm going off of uh, what's call it the, the um, Bill dodgeball. Well, I'm going off oh, dodgeball. Okay, okay. They were all they were straight up ESPN the Ocho yeah. like <laughs> like that's what they were on on the movie dodgeball. We have a we have a caller here. Is that was oh you're oh, okay. oh, oh Sam wants to lean in and give Chris. Oh, Chris boy. It's a bald guy kiss yeah. thing. Oh I see. Well Sam I think <laughs> but, chooses that hairstyle. Like as as do I. Oh we're being told what commercials we need to hit. Oh, no we're not. Okay. I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. First of all the strikers have never told us to say anything. I we, we're allowed to do whatever we want. I know we do. Right, hold on, we got do have a caller yeah. though. Whoa. We do. Whoa. It's uh, Thomas from Pompano Beach who goes where the hell is the foul? <laughs> yeah. We um, got a caller on the nine five four. Go ahead, caller. Hey, what's up? It's Polly Boy. How you guys doing? Polly. Polly. I've got a question, and and first of all, I want to say, Dave, I love hearing you on Strikers. I find myself laughing watching the games. I just want to say I appreciate it. And my question is, with us, not at us. (laughs) No, I am laughing with you. I I find I think you're hilarious on on the on the games. I think you're really funny. Last game had me cracking up. What um, I don't remember question. anything that funny. <laughs> no, you were. You know what was funny was when you were talking about the um, when he went to the store to buy the barbasol on the the, the ground oh, the and he was spraying yeah. the shaving cream. I did not you know were that was shaving cream, Paulie. Uh, Sam t- was in the booth as our stage manager, and he wrote me a note because I thought, you know, don't they use like uh, spray paint in the World Cup, right? No, it's not spray paint. Oh, no, it, it, it has to foam. It has to dissolve and yeah, go away. Well, anyway, I, I didn't realize it was freaking shaving cream, so I thought, you know what? Let's get a free plug in for A, Barbasol, who sponsors the MAC yeah. tournament where my kid plays, and B, let's get in a sponsored plug for Publix because Publix sure. is where supermarkets. Absolutely. It's where shopping is a pleasure. And we, we had Publix subs today, too. Yeah, I saw that. Where, hey. Where's mine? We got you talking. Ah, uh, that's fine. It's, it's Think of mine. Yeah. Anyhow, your question, Paulie. My question is, who was the first announcer that you really inspired you and when you heard that wanted you to get into the business and all that? Who was like, who were like your inspiration when you were growing up? Who did you listen to and mm-hmm. how did that get you into sports and all that? I'm going to go old I'm going, bye. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Paulie. Love bye. you. We'll take, he'll take our, his answer off the air. Yeah, I love um, that, right? Yeah, I'm no. going gonna, gonna to hang yeah, up and listen money. to your answer. <laughs> uh, that's easy. Now, remember, I'm not a young man. Uh, Warner Wolf uh, was a huge influence for me. At that time, I lived in Northern Virginia. He was on the CBS affiliate in uh, Washington, D.C., and he was the man in Washington. And then he went to New York, and then he went back to D.C., where I believe he still is. He was the first guy that made me go, crap, that looks like a lot of fun. He was a, you know, an anchor. He wasn't a play-by-play guy. 
Uh, for play-by-play people, it was, you know, again, I'm not a young man, but you got to go back to the Kurt Gowdies and the Keith Jacksons and the guys like that. Keith. Jim McKay, who used McKay. to call the NASL on ABC, who actually was at Lockhart one time, or once or twice when ABC and all that, when the Strikers and the Cosmos particularly were the runaway best teams and you had the best players. It was guys like that. Uh, the old 70s and 80s guys, only one or two of which are even still alive, never mind active, mm-hmm. who really, uh, Dick Enberg, another one, um, yeah, yeah. made me think, you know, holy smokes, this this is what I want to do. And once uh, I started at 13 as the PA announcer in high school, because wow. I was an awful athlete. <laughs> I was. I, I got cut from my freshman basketball team. And at that time, I was 5'10", 5'11". I hadn't finished growing yet. And you think, man, you know, you want a little height on the bench at least. I couldn't, you know, nah, you're mm-hmm. out. So I. So you're obviously not like your sons. No, no, my son and my wife too. My wife's an all-American so I, swimmer. So I hear your uh, one son's in college and he's really good. He's a starter at Western Michigan. He just finished his sophomore season of basketball. He'll and be hear, home tomorrow, as a matter of fact. And I hear your other son is a stud and a prospect at American Heritage. At American Heritage, where my other son went, and uh, he is a junior. It'll be and just finishing up that year too. So we're hopeful we'll get some offers here soon. He's got some important tournaments coming up a little bit later in the summer that we'll have a lot to say about that. But he's a good player also. So yeah, anyway, right. you know, you people in Florida who are listening who don't offer your local kids scholarships, you know, here's one right around the corner. I'm just saying. <laughs> American Heritage. Man. Another plug. So uh, how good is he? Where, I mean, where do you have well, him? He's a good shooter. Uh, he's 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, um, my wow. wife is the same height as I am, so you're wondering where we're breeding these gigantic kids. That's Man. where we get it from. Good genes. You know, good genes and uh, good ball handler, good player, really. I think, you know, he's um, he just needs a, maybe a touch of confidence right at the moment. Mm-hmm. But just, in fact, that's why I was a little bit later getting here because he has my car when he's working out and I had to wait for my wife to get home. All right. So, so, so he's, a, he's a prospect like what? D, will he go I, D1? I, yeah, I think he can go D1. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. My son's that's a awesome. D1 player. I know different. I mean, he, had, he was a little more touted. He was a 5A state player of the year, his senior year. And he uh, went right in the starting lineup at Western Michigan because they needed him. So he's the first freshman under this coach to start every game as a freshman. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens as junior year is coming up, see what his prospects are. But we're going to have to go out and see Dave Lamont's kid play. You you want to go to a great beer city, Kalamazoo, Michigan, fellas. Awesome. I think Chris Chris was going more for a road trip to uh, American Heritage. Oh, well, you can do that also when the season starts. I'll be the guy screaming at the refs. You can't miss me. Uh, Are you that, Dad? You know, I have to say, Does he hate you? Does your son hate you? You know, it's funny. The older child... Is okay. The older, the older child. You could just call him a spawn. I'm not going to even mention his name. (laughs) Doesn't deserve it. The older child. The older one. Her kid. No. Drake is the older one. He 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 was okay with it. Oh, I've done a My younger one, not so much. So I have to love devil dogs. If I feel the need to emote, I will leave the room and come back when you know. Yeah, I'm a little. I, I you know, and I think part of it. I hate to say this, but I have this attitude like. Hey, you, I forget what, what's the movie? Was it um, a few good men were the line? I know the law, and I oh, feel like with yeah, the rest, yeah. like I know the game. Yeah. Why are you making that call? Yeah. That's not the right call. I know the right call. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I find myself in that trap, and I sure as hell don't want any YouTube videos of me yelling at a ref, yeah. costing me my job. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's best that I, you know, go for a walk on campus. I have, I work there. I have keys to an office. I can always go sit there for a couple minutes. <laughs> I love to walk into that office and just see Dave squeezing stress balls. <laughs> yeah. Cooler in the corner with a couple of beers. Let me just. Well, chill. I wish that probably wouldn't help. Actually, you know, you probably, fire you up some more. Huh? Yeah, 
Wait no, a minute, I, and he runs out onto the court. <laughs> I did a banquet Monday night. There's a group of guys in town from all over North America called the Masters Basketball Association. They're guys in their 70s who are playing basketball in Coral Springs, and they're actually pretty good. So I hosted their banquet, and I and they're playing at the Coral Springs City Gym. And I say, well, you know, guys, uh, tomorrow is my birthday. And it's the sixth anniversary of me being thrown out of that gym, so you guys have a great time. <laughs> and I, you know, so it probably yeah. really happened. It, it did it really happen. Really it was on my fiftieth birthday, and I come in. I'm there about five minutes, and I yelled out something. And it was unfortunately one of those moments where it just happened to get really quiet in that oh. gym. And uh, about thirty seconds later, this young woman comes over and says, "Sir, you look you look like you're not happy." <laughs> and I go, "I'm not at all happy." Uh, and uh, she said, maybe you'd be better off outside. And I go, yeah, I think I would be. Yeah. Oh, I need a smoke. Wow. Oh. I don't smoke. Right. Uh, I break. said, you know, uh, we're having dinner at Anthony's Runway 84. I think I'll head there a little early. Yeah. So Get that clams marinara. You I'm know, a big fan of the Sunday feast, actually. Yeah. Have you had that? Uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm a, I like mussels, too. Yeah, I, and they'll have them good there and the big shrimp and all that. But yep. uh, I like their food. Man, oh, we've yeah, been doing it. We've been doing Anthony's commercials, though. I know. It's a commercial for everything. It does, yeah. it does feel like a real radio show. Exactly. Well, this is like Paul and Young Ron. We have yeah. to get the obligatory Anthony's coal-fired mention in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just did. The you pop, know, Papa's Pilar and all that stuff. Well, hey, they're paying for that, so that's why you're getting that. Yeah. While we have Dave here, I know that there's something he can help us with. The Lockhart Leap. Do you know what the Lockhart Leap is? Have you well, heard is it anything that? like the Lambeau Leap? It is a yes, direct it's our ball. version, yes. We've got a nice board over there with the he, history of the he, admi- he admired the board for a little bit. Well, I yeah. looked at it going, should I know who these people are, number one? No. And number two, what is the significance of all these? And then I see a Sparky Anderson, and as a baseball fan, I think of only George Sparky uh, Anderson, mm-hmm. not Mark Sparky Anderson. Yeah. So, so what the, do you have here? Well, that guy number two played us last week on defense. Oh, yeah, Darnell yeah, King. number two. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Used to play, a, used yeah. to play for the strikers. So. But, yeah, those, those guys that, those guys. Uh, it's, it is like the Lambeau Leap, but after scoring a goal, they would run over to where we sit, and we kind of run down the stands, and we oh. meet them at the fence, and craziness ensues. Like a warm, passionate embrace and slow yes. motion kind yes. of thing? Yes, like, thank you for your cheering, yeah. and we say thank you for the goal because we're winning or whatever. And oh. Seven to one and back in 2015. Where the heck was that game? Yeah, well, that's Holy part of how he won the golden boot, yeah. Stefano, last year. So yeah, There wasn't Steph- enough of those. Stefano, wow. yeah, Stefano last year. The Chacho Cudet was one of my favorite because he actually, that was in the first season of the, the reincarnation of Strikers right. in 11. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he played for River Plate down in Argentina. And so he was kind of like an older guy, one of those, twi- like, re- you know, bring him back kind of thing. Yeah, sure. So he came to play for the Strikers and... He had a lot of fans in the area, so he had a big following from Argentina. And he came over and grabbed a beer out of one of the guys' hands and nice. drank the beer. <laughs> so, I mean, scored, yeah. that was one of those things where we were like, whoa, whoa, that guy just grabbed a beer. Yeah. You know, he's going to get fined $25 by this league kind of thing. You know, like, it was bad. Yeah, but you guys so, would have passed the hat for that, right? Yeah, well, yeah, well, we would have. We, we originally said, is this guy going to get fined? Oh, my God, he's, this guy's going to lose some money. And we're thinking to ourselves, wait, wait, Why? Wait, wait a minute. There's wait. no cameras here. <laughs> but not only that, it was like... These guys only make a couple hundred bucks. How much could you possibly find? <laughs> yeah. It's but, like in the old days in, in, in the basketball in the 70s, the guy would get into a fight, the fine was 25 bucks or 50 yeah. and for a fight. Yeah. So in the 70s in pro basketball, because you had the ABA and the NBA, fight every yeah. night. Yeah. For Which one is something make for, I mean, even though they weren't making anything close to what they are now, still, 25, 50 bucks was like 25 cents. Yeah. But, and then, like, number one, our guy Mark 
Mark Anderson. Are uh, they rated? Is that yeah? That is favorites? the number one, the best one, and okay. you get you get you get moved Wait down. The guy who drank the beer is only number four. Because what did that guy do? Because oh, yeah. because all right, see. Mark Anderson will will show you at the end, which is the normal quote that happens when uh, we explain this. We can show you the YouTube video. Mark Anderson basically hits a beautiful goal, a, a golazo, a golazo, if you will, and just looks point. And runs, and everybody's running down the stands, and he jumps over the fence <laughs> into the terrace. Okay, all right. So he jumped over the fence. He's in the middle of the crowd, jumping up and down. The rest of the guys come from the bench and yeah. from the warm-up um, area on the corner. Come they're over. running. They jump the over. Bench. Yeah. The, the only the guy that right, ever. Then, that, then yeah. I'll go with that. So, th- so that's why he's number one. I'm telling you, Dave, I, I know you've only been here a year, but do we've had some serious moments as striker fans. Yeah. I know it doesn't look like it. Well, I know the moment, a, they're coming. They're coming. I know, I know, but but I, I could see you. I know you're a pro, bro. I get it. And to be looking out at 1,500 people, I know you think things are weird, but there were older times when it was great, and we will be great again. I will promise you that. Well, we will to, be great again. Remember my history with the name. I mean, I go back to I know, but I'm team not, play indoors I, at the Sportatorium. And, and uh, you know, doing – Having David Chedwick get me tickets to the team he coached in Atlanta, an indoor team there years ago. Wow. I mean, I do have a history here, and I do remember what those days were like. I, you know, in the in this late seventies, early eighties, when you had the Cosmos in town, and Pelé was still active, and Kinalia, and uh, Beckenbauer showed yeah. up, mm-hmm. and uh, for the strikers, you had Mueller and Cabias and Best and Van Beveren and or Gordon Banks. There was not a better match anywhere on the planet than that one in Fort Lauderdale that night. You cannot ever convince me that anything in Europe, anything in, in South America, anything in Central America, anything was better than a Strikers Cosmos match when those seven or you know players were on the pitch at the same time. Impossible. I was taking you all the way back to 2016, though. No, I know. Uh, 14. I'm sorry. 14. 2014. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I as far as the crowd size again, we, you know, it it happens when you win, and uh, I this team. Is a little bit new, still. Yeah, and what I what I like what they've done is now you have more players under longer contracts. Yes. So it gives you the stability when you remake a team. Seventeen was it, Sam? Seventeen new faces this year, right? Yeah. That's a crazy amount of people to have to get together. Even though There's only twenty two on a team. Even though you've yeah. taken trips together, even though you train together, and even though now you've had a series of games together, that still takes time. Absolutely. And the other guys are pros, too. So that's, you know, people go, why did they play bad? I go, you know, they're playing someone else. The other kids are on scholarship, too. You know, why can't you accept that? So I, I do think, and this we mentioned, this Carolina side's awfully good. They did lose the Cosmos the other day. But still, uh, here's a great opportunity to sneak one by that nobody expects you to get. Agreed. You know, if you get three out of that. And, and I, think, home, I think anybody here will be shocked by that. So, yes, it would be a sneak. <laughs> but but it's, I agree. I'm not. I'm listen again. The bookie's not getting a phone call from me. Hey, everything on the strikers this yeah. week. I understand. Uh, it's a hard match. But it's. But you know what? Whenever we get to the upset, can you? You know, can so and so beat so and so? Sure, they can. Yeah. Why? Because they're playing them. Yeah. This league has so much parity that one team beating any other team in this league any given week is is not a shock. So yeah. if we go out and play our best game, we can play with anyone in this league. So I, I think about it from the perspective of we still don't have that first win. But even if we come home with a point, it's a successful well, trip. Well, a point would be mine. awesome. I, I would be yeah. delighted with a point. And, look, this team has also had not had the same lineup every game. There's sure. not At the moment, there's not a ton of continuity. I mean, you didn't have Alexander last game. Now he's back. 
and he I think he's a very important player. Yeah. Uh, I love him back there. I love Agusamande. He might be my favorite guy so far in the early part of the, the season. Boss. He's the played boss. well. He's yeah. so steady, and um, Thomas can talk about that when he gets here. Uh, when he gets here. Yeah, I don't even know what time it is. There, there's nobody here to bail you out, Dave. Oh, I expect to be here with Thomas. Yeah. I, when I heard he was coming at 8, I'm like, well, do I have to leave at 8? I want like, no. to talk with Thomas. What, do you Absolutely. look like people are going to kick you out here? No, I'm not. Exactly. It takes me 10 minutes to, to get home. You can't hear the motor of the inflatable mattress? <laughs> <laughs> we got to watch a movie. There's a loft upstairs. Oh, yeah, you get Adult Swim here. If you get Adult Swim here, I will stay. I have direct TV. I get like okay, 30 billion. I, I know channels. the channels you have. 296. Cool. Make some o'clock. popcorn. Yeah. Okay. It's got any peanut butter? Because that'll do it for good. Well, I have let's, it. Let's and natural. Creamy. Yes. And natural with nutty if you want that. No, 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 no. No, if I wanted crunchy peanut butter, I'll just eat a bowl of uh, peanuts. There you go. <laughs> I like it smooth. I like it pre-chewed. And the peanut butter, too. Yeah. Pre-chewed? Oh. And that's a neal line right there. And the peanut butter, too. Right. That's total neal. Right yeah, there. head it in my hand. And the coins, and, and, too. Right, exactly. Anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a, a dear friend of mine who's my golf buddy I play with occasionally, and he's a neely, and we do this stuff all oh. the time. Time still to each other. Still, we're on Facebook with the Neil Show. Oh, you're in there too. Okay, oh, yeah, so I'm in that forwarding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, all right. So now that I have Neely's here, I've always wanted to put this post up, and one day I will. If you could pick maybe the five, or maybe five might not be enough. The most essential drops. Oh, and it's hard. hard. It really is so tough. hard. That wouldn't be one of them, by the way. It is so Uh-oh. hard. Uh, ladies wow. and gentlemen, <laughs> the oh, Dutch sensation has arrived. Look at that cat. <laughs> what the hell is that shirt? <laughs> Dude, Happy cat. Happy cat. He heard wow. me. First really? off, I actually expected you'd show up in another 15-colored something or other. Right, get him something to drink and show him where the food For is. God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, rowdy's. Away. Rowdy's no, away. We're gonna we're gonna play a little dr- commercial and then we'll be right back. All right. Hey everyone, if you haven't heard already, the Tailgate Show is partnered with Midfield Press. Midfield Press is the only soccer website to focus on North American Soccer League, National Premier Soccer League, National Women's Soccer League, and their clubs. These members use their resources to bring you news, opinion, interview, podcast, and analysis from the most talented writers and broadcasters in soccer. Check out midfieldpress.com and make sure you click on the Tailgate Show link when you're there. Destroys the entire Cudio and uh, tries to steal the mic. Wants me to turn off the radio. Wants me to turn off any commercials we have because nobody pays for them. And uh, you know he, he's gonna sit down. So um, right, uh, I, Lamont, Lamont's already Lamont's already gone to find his food, but I think he's gonna work his way back to the microphone. Oh crap! 
It sounds like it's going to be Chris. I got two stories. Two stories. Chris, Chris and I with Lamont and Rongan. Still commercials? So, no. Okay, let's talk. You're I got up. two stories. I put that One. Head, can you put that? No, no, I don't want to. No, no, no headsets. He doesn't headset. Look at that hair. Of course, he's not going to hit you guys. He doesn't have my hair. When I first got here in 1980. Uh, Ray Hudson took me out on a uh, one of those propeller things, uh, those boats, and airboat. I, I must have gone over this place right here. Because, <laughs> shit, this is all water, dude. I'm telling you, 136. Yeah. You kidding me? Even funnier. My ex fiance's sister and her husband lived out this way in Shenandoah, just oh, up the road, and that God. was the end of the freaking earth. I can tell you that. When I used to play, I lived east like you do. But I lived in Wilton Manors in Oakland Park, and you come out to play golf, say at Bonaventure which is just about equal to where we are now. It'd be like you kiss your family goodbye. Hey, I'll see you in a couple days. I'll be back. I'm going so far west that it'll take me five days to come back east. I've been here a month, and the only times I've been east of Federal Highways, Lockhart Stadium, and is this Cumberland? Yeah, Cumberland. Nice. It's a nice neighborhood. It's very quaint, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. Are they allow you to live here? Actually, this is yeah. amazing. It's weird, right? That's amazing. And I got another story, and Dave doesn't even know that Dave Lamont has been my inspiration since 2011. Dave, oh boy! When I turn on the Liberty Bowl to watch my favorite college, Vanderbilt Commodores, yes, sir, playing against uh, who are they playing? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's right. Not the Bengals, by the way. No, nope, you see exactly. When Butch Jones was the coach, he's now the coach of Tennessee. You from that day, that voice, that that vibrance you had, oh, Dave. Well, I didn't know like, that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Should we leave the room? And then Chris, Chris and I, we'll just we're gone. And then when you did hoops, Dave, I liked the guy in the sideline. And always at halftime, would piss off a coach that would scream back at him. What was the guy's name? Uh, oh, hell, Belt. Come on, Dave. Well, it college? probably wasn't yeah. his name. Yeah, college hoops. I don't get used. My games are so small. I don't get sidelines. No, I'm well, lucky I get to go. You're a Canes guy. You're a Canes. <laughs> oh, Canes. Yeah, yeah, sure. In Absolutely. those days, um, who, well, who, I who was your uh, in the old ego? days? Yeah, for Sonny a few Hirsch. years. Yeah, Sonny Hirsch. Yeah, in the, the other 90s. One. In the 90s, yeah. But I only did the Canes in the 90s. Good. Well, whatever. And yeah. Right. But I appreciate the Liberty Bowl. Holy crap. <laughs> you are the first person to ever reference the Liberty Bowl in my <laughs> life. I guarantee I, had, I guarantee I had a parlay on it. You Huge. probably yeah. did. That Huge. was New Year's Eve. It was. Yeah, New Year's Eve. And my, and my big New Year's Eve that night was having chicken wings with our sideline guy yeah. at some bar. And then we went to my room and I was in bed before midnight. A very exciting road life I lead. I got to apologize to anybody listening. I don't know if we're going to have enough bandwidth to hold Thomas Rongan and Dave Lamont on this show. <laughs> it, no, we do. It, I, I paid it, extra. Oh, okay. You got super duper Comcast cable. The biggest cable. question is there are two right. tacos. Is one of these Thomases? No, we have two more. Vita- <laughs> we have I, want, I, want a, I want a... Um, um, what is a favorite taco I always, uh, I always get? Well, I'm in Mexico. The best... The best tacos, which is you never know, obviously, but is on the road in Guadalajara getting a uh, getting oh, like a, a street taco, yeah, a street taco. yeah just That's, a straight oh up street God. taco. Some me? guy that just has like five different things. So he doesn't ask you what correct. you want on it, and Full he just says, bacteria "You want a taco?" <laughs> and he just has something sitting in his Don't bare hand. Don't drink the water, or drink the taco, or eat the taco. Yeah, yeah but it's completely correct. fine. I have two burritos. I can throw them on the street no, if you want. <laughs> you can put well, them in the kitty litter. If you drink the water in Mexico, what about showering? Uh, I, I know. What about brushing your teeth? Well, you're yeah. not, you know, I mean, not supposed to go. Exactly. Watch where you walk in, and, and, you, and, and your pores are open because you're sweating and you're taking a shower. I mean, Dave, it will penetrate. It will be. It's ugly, dude. I'm telling but, you. But I, I bring ugly. Mexican beer to the tailgate, and my buddy yells at me. He goes, "Why would you buy their beer if their oh water sucks?" God. That's <laughs> true. Probably they're That's made true. in the U.S. Though they might have a U.S. 
Yeah, Probably Australia. Exactly. Good. Oh, so think by now. Nothing against Mondello, by the way. Yeah, not yet. Mondello. <laughs> what you are drinking. Mondello. Mondello place for the Cosmos, know. I think, now. La Mond- Mondello. Yeah, Mondello. It's, it's all right. It's all the same. Yeah, what the hell. <laughs> now, how is it you are not drinking beer? You're, you're slugging red wine. What are you drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking a little vino tonight. Because the, the show starts to slur as Chris yeah. gets further and further. I have a and drink we get, problem. We get complaints from the five fans that we have. Like, two of them, call, all like, of them they, are here right they now. write tweets. <laughs> What's happening what? to the ratings right now with you guys all here, this live audience we have? That's right in the toilet. Please right. go out and log in. Exactly. No, Chris, yeah, a guy, one guy calls in, and he's like, you know, eh, I think the show would be a little better if Chris didn't get so wasted towards the end. I think it would be know, better. I kind of worry you guys might need to hold an intervention and stuff like that. And we're like, well, would that help ratings? or No, let's well. This will help ratings. Let's do a little game, all right? Dave and I will give you a sentence or a... Wow, I'm looking at... That's scary. He's fucking looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that the Austrian coach? That's Gunther. <laughs> that's Gunther. Gunther. Bitte, nein. He's, he's, been, he's been on Berliner. Even worse, he's got a spotlight on him, so when they turn out all the lights, it's just him. I know. That's God. Oh, my. It's God right there. That is God. From Austria. And then God's over here, too. We get God's on his shirt. Oh, my God. It's funny because your eyes are drawn to his eyes. It's like those things it's at, at that Disney World that when he goes like on and out. The eyes are looking at you. I'm telling yeah. you. Anyway, you were saying. That was like a Bill Purcell's uh, <laughs> story. Seriously. When I got hired by the New England Revolution, by the Kraft family, I was in the job for about a week. And I tried to find my way through the office. I opened the door, and I looked literally this distance to Bill Purcell that is doing a press conference, and he looks at me for about four or five seconds. So now I'm going, to shit, am I, am I leaving? Am I staying? So I, I stay. I close the door, and he comes up to me. He goes, who are you? I go, I'm the new soccer coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Cosmos, uh, Breckenridge. I go, no, Beckenbauer. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. He, go, he looks at me. He goes, you want to come to my training? I oh. go, I would love to. He goes, I don't even let Robert Kraft come to my training. Oh. But you have to meet me at 6.30 a.m. in a deli, New York deli in Foxborough every morning. And I'm telling you, that was like one of the greatest experiences. Of you did it? Now probably of not, not how to do it because he was, I mean, he would but physically. You, but you did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning. It was in a, uh, was a, 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 crazy, yeah. a crazy asylum place that was, uh, uh, that was not there anymore. That's where there you There ain't trained. much to Foxborough, I, I can tell. Although they've built up that area around the stadium. Right. It used to be like basically going to the Hollywood Sportatorium, if you're old enough to know what that is. <laughs> and then he got fired. And then here comes uh, our boy from USC. Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. hey, dude, what's up, what's up, let's, let's, you know, I'm going, what the hell, this guy's going to motivate this football team? <laughs> Did not happen, goes back to USC and is kicking ass in Seattle. Yep. You tell me, why, Dave, doesn't it translate from some college coaches, particularly in basketball, to being great coaches in, on the professional level? That's a great question. The, guy, Dave. That, the guy that went to Boston, what was his name? Rick Pitino. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, busted out, and now he's yeah. a champion at Louisville. And, and there was two and other guys. guys. Um, Leonard Hamilton did it from the University of Miami. He was hired out. Look, that was Michael Jordan who called him. You can't say no to Michael Correct, Jordan. Correct, exactly. But it was a bust. Leonard now very yeah. successful at Florida State. It's simple. It's respect. If you're getting paid and a guy comes from college where he's dealing with 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, there's a yellow card going to somebody here. So right. 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 Yellow, yellow card goes to Dennis for using predictive text. That the chick talks right. to him. All right, yellow card. You guys yellow. Be, a guy be. making $30 million, Correct over the three-year deal is not going to listen to a college coach whose last job was motivating a 19-year-old to go to school. Very true. I think that's very difficult. Now, we're starting to see some exceptions. Brad Stevens with the Celtics has had some success. He came from Butler. 
But no, and in football, no. Now Pete Carroll came back though and has had great success with oh, yeah. Seattle. Seattle. I think that's incredible. He learned how to be a pro coach. Huge success at USC. I used to walk now his dog in Manhattan Bowl. Beach, actually. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, his dog in Manhattan up? Beach. Yeah, yeah, correct. Pete and I should get along. So, Nick Saban that's didn't, didn't work. Nick didn't, Saban didn't, didn't work. work. Part of that was Saban's fault. He was very, I was told he was extremely indecisive when he was here, which he is most certainly not at, at Alabama. Alabama. Now, are there guys who are coaching college now? In my view, the one guy who could make the move, and he never will, is Krzyzewski because he has immediate credibility. And he's worked with the Olympics. Right, Not just right, the name, right. but he's worked with the in, pros in, in the Olympics. In so they know soccer who he day, is. if it's been actually different. You know, Bruce Arena, one of the best college soccer coaches, that won three or four championships with the Tony Miolas and John Harkless, and the list goes on. Obviously very successful in MLS and with the national team, you know, right. two World Cups. Uh, Bradley, the two things they had in common, both very smart Ivy League people. Weren't great X and O's. They know that. Bruce is one of my best friends, Bob, but... They know how to motivate people. And You're now, a real name and, dropper, and aren't you, Tom? And nowadays, all that. Well, you know, we, you know we, everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a best friend with the president, Obama. Yeah, big time. I know right. everybody. I'll tell you, did I, I tell, tell you my Ted Kennedy story? Or not? Oh, shut up. Because that's good. We're in that car. So I, I, oh, you killed Marilyn Monroe with him? I, I live. Uh, <laughs> Is that what's coming out? No. no. <laughs> but I did live next to Mary Tyler Moore. Oh. And did you really live in Minnesota? In Minnesota. Did she live in Minnesota? Yeah. She gave it a print check. She did. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. 1982, baby. First Avenue in Minnesota. But Ted, uh, uh, Ted Kennedy is, in, is an interesting one. So I get traded from the LA Aztecs to the Washington Diplomats. I end up living with the Croys for about six months, and they're living in, in a, a pretty high-level neighborhood. I don't really know much about America. I've been there for a year. So about three weeks in, I would drive back with Yohan after every home game out of respect, you know, with Cruyff. Yeah, bless, no. bless his heart. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. And, and, rest and, in and, peace. And, yeah, rest in peace. Where did exactly. he play in this league, by the way? Before he gave, didn't he play here? NASL. He played for the LA Aztecs. That's it. And then the Washington Diplomats. That's it. And okay. then the and league he, pretty much folded, and, and yeah. he went back. And they had two guard dogs because their family, uh, the three kids and his wife, were taken hostage in Barcelona. Holy and God. they said, shit, we've we got to get out of here. Wow. But they, brought those, they bought those killing dogs. So his wife goes after three weeks. She goes, she looks at me at the table. She goes, are you fucking gay? I go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. She goes, you're 22 and you never go out. You go, well, out of respect for your husband, I'm sure here. That's about it. Do you have transportation? I don't. Yoan, did, didn't you win the car with Goal of the Year last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Uh, it's somewhere outside. Give my card to Thomas. I go, all right, yeah. This is great. <laughs> so here I am. I come back at 3 a.m. The dogs are looking at me. I'm going, shit. They're going to either tear me apart, although I knew them quite well, or they're going to wake them up. Yeah. yeah. I had three younger children at that time. So I, I fall asleep. A guy wakes me up at like 8.30 and goes, I know you live here. You want to get some breakfast? I walk up breakfast. There's four or five people. I leave after an hour. Thank everybody. Young girl. Do you know what it was? It was Ted Kennedy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kennedy. Wow. And Ted liked me so much that he would, he would pick me up with the, with the chauffeur and a bodyguard. And we were out in Georgetown for months at the time. <laughs> Holy I'm cow. talking about getting hammered, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> God. There was no Mandela there, baby. There's higher level. Uh, why I, uh, and I became actually a, a spokesman for the Special Olympics, which Eunice Shriver was, yeah. was head of the Special Olympics. And I did uh-huh. that when I came with the Strikers too. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty cool story. Wow. I swam in the pool of the Rockefellers. They were, were, they were the other neighbors. Jeez. And I'm going, people look at me now going, are you kidding me? I go, I didn't know. And I literally, I didn't a little Dutch boy from Correct. God knows wherever you're from. Yeah. And, <laughs> wait a minute. 
a town Amsterdam. I probably can't pronounce. Oh, Amsterdam? Downtown Amsterdam. Amsterdam no way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, so did Jay, you bring anything do, from Amsterdam? Do, uh, uh, I brought some wooden shoes. No. Uh, I brought some tulips for you. Any, uh, any baked goods? Uh, windmills? Any baked goods? Uh, no, the the cake I left at home. And a red And a red light bulb. He's got a red light bulb. All right, what's, all right, what's the game you wanted to well, play? Well, I want to play word association. I want to have everybody in this room tell me either a this is gonna be long. college or university they came from, and you and I just need to say two or three things. Or, okay. or you know, and, right, or I'll follow you either a city. Or a college. Where do we start? All Who right. do we start with? I graduated from Florida State University. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, uh, you just wiped out half so of the So you didn't really take college very seriously. Go Canes. No. That's all I have to say. Go Canes. You don't want to go there. Yeah, I, I'm Miami. I went to FAU. <laughs> That's okay. I'm pro FAU Wait, because you guys, of Coach No, Howard. no, no. You guys no, 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 because of Howard. Come on. Because of Howard. Howard Schnellenberg. My boy. My on. guy. One of my mentors. Him and, and, and Krunkenstein should be together. <laughs> Schnellenberger. <laughs> this is our tag team. Schnellenberger and Krunkenstein. <laughs> Krunkensteiner. Can they speak English? Well, uh, barely, you know. Thomas, Ambition. Oh, Thomas, this is not what I said, Thomas. <laughs> oh, UCF. Central oh, Florida. Oh, my God. Central yeah. Florida. Actually, I must say, Central Florida, back in the day in 80, when I went there actually a few times, uh... They've, they've made some changes there. Oh, the soccer yeah. program and both both yeah. women and men. I mean, that was where April Heinrich came from, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Big time. Yeah, good. good. All right. They just debuted some New Jerseys today. Matt. Nice. Uh, Matt Abbey, come in the mic. All right, coming in, Thomas. Uh, Nottingham University in England. Go. Dave? <laughs> you heard, yeah. <laughs> University of Miami in Miami. Hey. The only thing I can say is... is LVG and, and Leicester, baby. That's well, all I have to Broward say. Broward College, three times. Broward College. <laughs> three, three different times. Words, three what, words. Whatever happened to the Dade uh, two-year schools? Dade South, Dade North. They're all four-year now. They're, oh, they're all four-year. Broward College is actually a four-year school now. Upside down margarita. Upside down <laughs> margarita. You know what? In my first marriage... I had a, seriously, seriously, seriously. I got um, uh, yeah. Let's do it first. The upside down uh, margarita. There you go. There you go. Uh, this is this is yeah. off the hook in the cootie. By the way, tonight. why oh are we my. not doing this, Sam, in the broadcast? Right. <laughs> so going back to my story, Dave. Uh, this is a, this is a new shirt I got for my birthday, Uh-oh. so no spilling. <laughs> And you have to swallow, Dave. Unbelievable. You swallow. Oh, no. So much for not spilling. Usually I say that to them. But I, hope, I, I hope someone got that on video. Michelle coming to mic? Me? No, no, no. How do I explain this to my wife, by the way? Oh, honey, I was just doing a radio show. I'm sorry. I smell but, like a margarita. Let's go back to the upside down margaritas. When I got married here in 1980 to my, my first wife. And no family. Four people from the apartment complex. One was an 80-year-old lady. And a guy. And we had a platter. And the guy came in and he goes, and he runs, I'm going to stay here. I go, okay. And he did like 60,000 lines of cocaine. Oh that was a party. God. The lady from 80 is smoking a joint and yeah, getting upside down margaritas. Yeah, paper towel because oh I am drenched. Oh, I didn't, I didn't follow Thomas's swallow suggestion. No, no, no. I don't have his experience at that, no apparently. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for getting that. Uh, thank you very much. Sorry. Okay, next, next school or city? The University of Southern Mississippi. Oh, my USM, God, baby. baby. All right. I got it. it was uh, was the Deliverance uh, filmed in uh, Mississippi? <laughs> Deliverance, oh, Georgia. Oh my yeah, God. No, well, it's a, that's the same dude, Dave. Come on, del- come on, Mississippi, Georgia, right. Deliverance. Next, yes. Come on, make me squeal, maybe. Come make on, Chad. Squeal. <laughs> 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 
Philadelphia University. Uh, I love Philly. In Mississippi or, or in, Philly, in Philly? Where is Philadelphia University? I mean, I know it's in Philadelphia, <laughs> but I've never heard of it. Sorry, it's um, Yeah, it's actually a school for it's an engineering and okay. uh, textile school. What part of Philly? Like, um, it's near Mount Airy or the northwest part of Philly. Okay. So are you near Jersey or not near Jersey? Not near Jersey. Okay. More near King of Prussia. Okay, okay. Uh, Lamont, remember that's the quiet guy? I, the, <laughs> yeah. the what guy? The quiet, quiet guy? guy. Yeah, correct. Yeah, oh, serial killer. Yeah, say something nice. Oh, right. oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah, patted yeah. him down already yeah, so he yeah, didn't bring yeah. anything in? Oh, right. <laughs> we warned everyone about Chad earlier. Let's him to one He's beer. An engineer, you know? Yes, He's sir. An engineer. Defend the fourth T-shirt. I'm Dennis. I really didn't go to college, but I'd like to put a shout-out to all the people that got a GED at South Broward. <laughs> oh, man. South Broward. My best man went to South Broward. I didn't know it went to South Broward. Yeah, high school, yeah. Right down there in US 1. Oh, my school. God. Come on. South Flotation <laughs> High. That's the place to be. No. Okay, come on. All right, Thomas. Let's Derek, Derek, come on. Anyone else? Derek. Okay, well, Derek. The uh, Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, we had a very good basketball team. I bet you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, fighting, right. the fighting painters. The fighting painters, exactly. Especially if they were all as tall as Derek. All right, take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> take a shower, don't bend over. Yeah, one of those. Oh, <laughs> man, what the? All right. Where are we going tonight? I don't know. Have they invited you to stay That's over? Because they've asked me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I don't, I'm not the one that ropes us in, but Thomas, I want to go back to your striker days, so. Um, as I like to talk about a lot on the show, my introduction to the game of soccer was sitting with my dad in the bleachers at Lockhart, watching you and Ray, and then it could be his. That, that was my introduction to soccer. So I'm a lifelong Strikers fan. I, I was so excited in 2011 when the team came back. What, what are some of your best memories of your time down here in South Florida then? Um, uh, first, you know, I came to this country in 1979 as a very, very young player. One of my great mentors, Renus Meagles, has passed away again, uh, as well as Johan Cruyff, way too early. Uh, coached the Dutch national team in 74 when everybody talked about clockwork orange and total football. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, he and Johan put Barcelona on the map with La Masia when he won three or four titles there as well. Won three European championships with Ajax, uh, three in a row against the Milans of the world, the Real Madrid's. And he became a coach for the Aztecs. And he called me one day because I played for the Olympic team and he was my coach for a few months. He goes, uh, Thomas? Okay. Ooh, because we <laughs> called him the general. Well, we didn't call him the general. We, we, among each other. And I, he, <laughs> he didn't know you called him that. <laughs> he was the Bill Parcells of soccer in, okay. in, in Europe and the Netherlands. And he goes, I have $1,000 a month and you can split a car with an American and an apartment. And he goes, sign me up, baby. And I never returned. I got traded to the diplomats, played there with Johan Cruyff, as I did in 79. And then... That team uh, folded. Madison Square Garden just bailed out, and, and, and I was picked up in a dispersal draft by the strikers. And for me to walk in that room with Gert Mueller, Nene Kubias, yeah. I was an okay player, but these guys were legends. You know, Kubias, four consecutive World Cups. That's four, eight, 12, 16 years in the highest level. You know, that's yep. just amazing. Gert at that time was still the leading goal scorer in World Cup World history. World Cup history, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Elias Figueroa, which not too many people know about, but Elias Figueroa played in Brazil for many years and was the player of the year in South America with Pele was in his heyday as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, Arsino Gust played for the Haitian national team in 74. Bless his heart, too. Colin Fowles, bless no, his heart. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, what, God. A sad, what a tragedy that was. So, there were so many. Brian Kitts, uh, that's now the assistant coach to Pellegrini with uh, Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something unique about this team, this city, 
the as we do now right now the, the energy between the fans and the yes. players, the way we gave back and the way you gave even back more, you know, which was which was awesome. We 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 appreciated that. We were wanted to be part of the community. We were fortunate enough, you know, there was all of the dolphins. Yeah. And and so we, we owned Broward a little bit. We got a lot of press. Yeah. We had some great one liners like Ray Hudson was was great obviously. Couldn't understand him. But he was great. <laughs> we were talking about no, sir, we were talking about that privately in the booth. I said, you know, nobody was more willing to be interviewed than Ray. Mm-hmm. But he was from a Scotland uh, English border, so understanding that combined accent was initially when he first came, literally off the boat, impossible. Right. <laughs> so you would get these sound bites. You take them back to your radio station. And you go, "Yep, I'm not sure much I can do with that, but I'll keep trying because the guy never turned down an interview, never turned on a microphone. He was a, a promoter and he was passionate about what he, but he, but he did. But good lord, you played with Georgie too, right? Yes, I did. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Georgie had one great line when Run Newman took him off the field one one day, and he was not happy. Obviously, George best about ten minutes to go. He took his jersey off. He threw it at Run Newman. And Run was such a great. He looked at me and said, "I always wanted the bestie jersey." Instead of <laughs> what a great, what a great line that is! And he kept it by the way too. Um, oh, that's beautiful. So that line there, and what Dave just says, it, we were colorful, we were unique, yep. we were a team, we loved each other, we loved the fans. Uh, Pier Street Annex, after game oh. parties, the list goes on and on. You know, it was just just an awesome experience. Any chance to recreate it? Um, Oof, that's a that's a tough question. I, it, it's interesting. I look at smaller markets right now, and I don't know if we are small. Are we part of Miami? Are we yeah. still just unique Fort Lauderdale? No, we're separate. Uh, yeah, we have to claim separacy. You look at Cincinnati, 20,000 people. You look at four or five NESL teams that get a 10,000-plus on a consistent basis, you know, close to where we were 16 and 18,000 in, in, in the old days. But there's D3, D4 that even get more than we, we do and more than – Right. Any of us. So can. what's wrong? And and I I'm, haven't been here long enough to really, uh, I don't even know if it's my role to identify or or to understand quite frankly because that's. So your role is to change this shit around, dude. You're in full charge and you will be blamed. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We have more than a one year plan. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mentioned Tom. Uh, one of the things that I liked was there's there I will be more continuity. Again, please. please fill me up with those upside down margaritas. Uh, more, more. Because <laughs> I mean. Uh, even as a kid, I remember that magic. I remember Sunday mornings, my dad opening up um, the Sun Sentinel, and the strikers were all over oh, the wait, place. I'm serious. Where, where are the upside down? <laughs> 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 Hello. Hello. We talk about in, in, in the game, we talk about service in the box. Right now, this man needs service. He needs it, he needs it in the final third. Come yeah. on, man. Get inside the 18 and let him have it. <laughs> Get in the final third or something like that. There wow. you go. The final third. <laughs> it is a radio show, and we're just all like, oh, quiet, looking at something visual. As, as someone who experienced... That is not lemonade. I'm telling you. That is not lemonade. Whatever. Whatever. The, the, the mix just, you know, it takes the mix out, and let's, let's do it the right way. Yeah, Chris. Here you want it. Uh-oh, Chris so is getting booked. No, he doesn't want that. See, Chris just got booked. Chris, you got, you got booked. You got so a going, back, going back to <laughs> yeah, that's why you didn't get a red card. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ref took it easy on you. Yeah. So let me look around this time. room. So is this a generation that actually also games, or some of you are too young? Am I correct? I, I, think, I am. 
I think I'm in the minority. There yeah. aren't a lot of people. Well, I grew up with I did, but yeah. So let me ask the younger crowd then. So, so we're raising you? our hand, and there's five hands that go up out of a dozen people that are in here that raised their hand that saw the strikers. Okay, that's okay. right. So, originally, originally. So there's 60% that didn't. So how did you guys, or ladies as well, get attracted to this game? Born and raised in Florida. Just uh, Tara well, said born yeah. and raised in Florida. Yeah, Oh, okay. So you come to the mic. Come well, to the yeah, mic. Yeah, it's a lot easier. If you so do that. you had actually brothers and sisters, older parents, that actually yeah. said, Ball we boy, love the game. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, Okay, yep. that's cool. Yeah. There you go. I'm a different fan. I, I, I'm an EPL fan. Yeah. So at the time, I was dating this girl, and she would see me get up every morning, and then she would she called me one day, and she says, "Listen, I saw a billboard. The strikers are coming back." And I went I went to the parking lot, and there was nobody there. And then Justin showed up. And then, like, two or three other people, the Reese brothers showed up, and I, 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 I got friendships for life, I think. Right. I mean, these, these people act like they like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've been going to matches ever since. So, uh, yeah, I'm a 2011, but I've been here a long time. I drove by, what is that, it, Sheridan or Sterling? Didn't you guys practice there, like, right off Dixie for a while? Like, right there, off, what is it, Sterling and Dixie? The there's only a, thing there, I can think of fields. is Lockhart. There was a field next to Lockhart that's that's done now. That's right. not there anymore. But it turned into a park. Do you remember? Do you remember the Sterling and Dixie? No, I, no. I told you, I don't go further oh, do east cross, than I ninety five. Yeah. No, but I don't think I don't. They know have if they some went pitches just just west of Dixie. Oh, we might at times. I mean, we would travel the community and play in different. Or Sheridan. Uh, uh, and practice, practice yeah, in yeah. front of youth kids right, and, and right. stuff like that. You know? And that was the other thing. You had Ron Newman doesn't get enough credit either because he was an incredible. Whoa, Jeez, come on, Chris. Yeah. Oh. Right, Down goes Frazier. 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 Uh, they wheeled them. They wheeled out a casket. They had a track there at the time too. Yeah. And they wheeled it out a casket, and he popped out of the casket and yelled, "We're not dead yet!" And they right. won that match. Went on a winning streak. Ron had the, you know, I don't know actually tactically how he was. I really don't. But as a um, a guy who could deal with personality, because right. he had one too. Yes. You know, you exactly. had to forget. In addition to all those wild ass personalities you had in that room, Newman might have been right. the biggest nut of anybody. Some, we did some crazy stuff there. Yeah. Colin Fowles uh, ran a horse in the hundred yards. You remember? Yes, yes. We came out in in double decker buses, in 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 trucks, and cars, and it, it was it was an event. You know, it was just not a soccer game. Right. And it was a young crowd, and it was a partying crowd that would take their dates there and go out yep. afterwards. It was just a fun evening in a packed place with good energy. You know, I mean, yeah. so and let me look at football. let me look at everybody here. I why why is it not taking foothold right now for the last the million dollar you've question? Had, you've had different owners, you've had different player groups, which don't help because you finally get accustomed to a player, and all of a sudden right. we got twenty new ones. Yeah. I'm sure that doesn't help either. We talked. We talked. A lot Dave, of turnover. Dave hit on that a little bit earlier about ownership, with a team like ownership. the Miami Heat, when you have uh, ownership that's that's steadfast, when you have uh, like a management that's steadfast, Pet you know, Riley, with the baby. Heat. Pet yeah, and then and then you've got players, you know, some key players that have been there for the longest, Dwayne like Wade. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. So, By the way, what is that series right now? One nothing. One nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Miami. yeah they just won right last night. Nice. Yeah. Are they up right now? Is that on right now? Uh, okay. 
can't see through your head, Kenny. But but, by 12 right but so that that is definitely when Dave hit on that earlier. That is a key point that has driven away a lot of fans, and I can tell you that just from last year to this year, there was a lot of fans. Some of them even in this room, myself to be included, that when stuff went down at the end of the year, they go, "Dude, I don't know if I'm going to even renew my season tickets. This is crazy. Gunter's gone again, or whatever you wanted to call him. You know, all <laughs> all these guys. You know, different players, different people are gone. There was a lot of Say people. Something that, nice. There was a lot of people that said, "Wow, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can renew." Yes, I ended up renewing. There was some. There was a lot of new stuff, a lot of new excitement that's come along. But some of those people ended up walking away, and you don't end up seeing them and stuff like that. So that's definitely the scary part about that. That I think, uh, like what Dave was saying with signing the the multi-year contracts, you know, year plus one, year plus two, that kind of stuff. Contracts that makes people excited. Um, I, but the thing is, is you got to call those houses and say, hey, just so you know, this is what we're trying to do. You know, sure. come back out. Like we see why we we admit why you left. We know we effed up. We're trying to fix those things and get better at that. So I, I think some of that is a lot of marketing and a lot of work that needs to be What's done. What's Sparky Anderson doing, by the way? Oh yeah, you're looking at the board. The uh, the uh, Sparky is in uh, seven or eight seven or eight league. They they just got promoted. Uh, seventh right? level. Yeah. He's getting promoted. He's been They're scoring. He. Uh, he scored two the other night, and yeah. then uh, they, they, yeah, his team just got promoted. They parted like rock stars. Then where I text them. Promoted where? He's where in England. He? Oh, he's in England. Yeah, he's in uh, seventh or eighth division, and they're yeah. they're they're promoting. A, I want to say Spennyworth, Matt. Spennyworth Town. Yeah. Spennyworth yeah. Town. Yeah. So they're they're getting promoted. So you know, great. And Papa FIFA is doing well. I scored some goals. Oh yeah. yeah, Papa's and and everybody's all excited, telling us, oh hey, did you know that former four lottery? And we're like, we know. Fafa's our buddy. Yes. You know, he got tweeted Fafa. just because he got tweeted by Klinsman. You know, yeah. Fafa, look at Fafa because he's not locked in. Right. So, with Haiti. So, you know, good for him. You know, I mean, we would love, of course, to see Fafa. Hell yeah. He, he got to be American, dude. Wear American apparel. America. The the, uh, the the gazelle, you know, Fafo's great. I mean, we, we love Fafa here. You know, all those guys. I mean, we know you know Darnell King, also on that Lockhart lead board. Right. We saw him last weekend. You know, Darnell King killing it last weekend you know finally it took a little while but uh, uh jose angulo finally uh, got a run on him you know but that before that battle. that, before was that it was well, not working who else you got him marceline you got in there uh no stefano uh, hassan who i thought was in the breakfast well club, i know marceline these are these are lockhart leaps these are guys that have scored goals and then they run over kind of like the lambo leap in, in green bay and they've run over to the fans uh, and there's been exciting stuff even talk, at even at opposing t- players no throw them back no but we did make a tifo one time we Where made it go to the opposing fans we right. made a uh, a tifo for uh what's his name uh we called him the noompa loompa so we made an oompa loompa tifo Spania. Jonathan Fania yeah. played for Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico yep. When he played for Puerto Rico, we made a big Oompa Loompa Tifo that had um, moving arms. Oompa Loompa, by the way, is a yeah. dish in Indonesia. It was one of our former colonies of the Netherlands. Uh, all, it's also people. an orange guy who's it's real. The, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Tifo ever. Yeah. So, but but he he ran over. We had another. We had some. We had some fans from Flight 19 kicked out one time for throwing a, a drumstick at one of the guys from. Uh, I think I don't want to name that, names. Brian but that was Derek Reese's brother, Zach. Yeah, Brian Ambersley uh, came over and he taunted us. You know, for uh, for when he scored a goal. So yeah, we don't take kindly to, to opposing players scoring a goal no. and coming over to us. But but strikers, players that oh, do yeah. come to us. 
and, and run over. And we've been trying. Last year was tough, you know, and then now they've added the field board, so it's like a, it's almost like a hurdle. They're going to have to run over two hurdles. They're going to have to jump over the field boards and then jump over the fence. Well, we you know. need, we'll need stoppage time after each goal, apparently, it sounds like, if, you, if you're fortunate enough to get that. But we'll take it. We need more goals. I mean, yeah, only one person has scored. This year, and, and you had the, the missed PK, which ended up just sticking mm, in your craw net. in the last game. I, I, had a, I was so wanting a real, you know, a more explosive goal so I could yell out, suck a railroad spike, Rodney Marsh. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't get the opportunity. Maybe next time. Yeah, we, that one in the, I mean, it was a beautiful goal that uh, Angulo made that great play and, and the beautiful cross that Mike on and finished Oh, well, it. that, yeah. That, that, that's uh, the only one we've had in the, right, in the run of play. That, so. and, the, and the penalty kick. Yeah, um, but, you know, it, it will happen. It, it, it's inevitable. I mean, we were talking, Tom. It was a very hard match Saturday yes, in Carolina. But historically, um, we haven't done well there. Yeah. No. They're obviously in first place. They lost against the Cosmos. So right. no one calling Clark. That team will be up to play now after a loss, uh, which is the worst thing. If they would have won, they might have looked past. I hate to say past no, the strikers. Now you're going to get a, a pretty motivated team again that has some that has some uh, guns. Well, you talk about Colin Clark. I mean, he's been doing it in this league yes. for quite a while. Yep. So he always, no matter what he's got on the field, he's going to get his guys ready to play and give you a tough it game. It doesn't every time. matter what budget. Last year yep. with Carolina, he had one tenth the budget of Tampa Cosmos or probably Fort Lauderdale, and somehow the players just uh, somehow the players just just want to play for him, you know, which is uh, which is great. <coughs> There was a little, obviously, disconnect there with Carolina and Sparky, actually, speaking of him. He didn't see much time after he was injured there. Right. Then then he was pinging the ball afterwards. But right. He's, he's an overrated player, by the way, but it's okay. We call, ah. him, we call him Sparky. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You think he's overrated? Yeah. Great, great set piece. Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe we need to do word association. The game, the game is 90 minutes. Yeah, you know? let's, I mean, let's really do like, word association. Right. Overrated. Around the room, let's go. There's a reason why he's playing in the seventh, seventh <laughs> division, by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's got a point. Or the NFL. Yeah, no, he, no he disrespect. No, 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 good, no, that was disrespectful. Player. That was Pretty middle-of-the-road NESL player. No, I, li- I, like, I like your style. So who do you like? Who, 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 who on the, the strikers excites you? Obviously, you're hard to please because I think Sparky's a decent Sam, player. Sam, close your ears. Earmuffs. Sam, you check out my car, see if my airs are properly inflated on the tires. That's just a tough question for me. I'm not in a position to, you know, who am I to criticize? I, I criticize Sparky, but I'm part of this organization. Yeah, just jump so on my it's friends. Tough, it's tough that's for me, cool. too. Let, let me say one thing. I think this team has not been built right this year, just just from the outside looking in. And using one player as an, as, a, as an example, there's a lot of players in this team that are very good players. But for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, I know for what reason, they don't function well in the NESL. So the, the NESL they're, is a very unique... They're probably in the wrong position. They're very, no, they're in a very unique league, a league that's predominantly athletic, powerful, Mentally strong, and if I look at Adrianinho, who always is given the number ten jersey, you are our best player. And for him not to be able to get away from people because he's somewhat unathletic, for him to get balls in the part of the field and guys are just tackle him and he's going, oh my god, they didn't do this in Brazil. Anywhere else in the world, he could probably function well. And they got too many of those players, in my opinion. There is no speed up front, so we're easy to defend. We can stretch teams. We have had an inconsistent lineup due to injuries and, and red cards as well, in, in, in all fairness. Right. Um, 
you know, but but I think there's there's I don't know in management. Right, how about this? I think there's not enough. Let me let me see, let me feed you in the other direction. Who are the bright spots? Who who makes Thomas Rongan get excited? Um, Boner, Gale Abuzamonde is probably yeah. the best defender. I, I knew you were going to say that. I you, like this yeah. young kid very much. The, the lefty boss. in 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 midfield, um, Luis Felipe. Luis Felipe. I like Angulo. Um, he's getting some more playing time right now. Which he came off the bench the last year or two and, and scored a lot Can of goals. Can you explain so, that real quick? Do you mind? Well, I've had I've had guys that were good practice players and not good game players. I had guys that were great game players, bad, using Ray Hudson's example, Ray hated the train. He would just cheat like a mofo. And, but <laughs> but when, when game time come, comes, same with Nene, same with Gert. They weren't the hardest workers in practice, but when the game came, I'm telling you, I walked over the chalk line, and only one thing in mind was winning games. And so I like this young kid, Felipe. I like Gale Busimonde. Um up front right now, although I had him last year, and he was a leading goal scorer when I left as well. It's eight, seven or eight goals is Mike Consantos. If he gets service, as he showed in that one goal he scored from yeah. Angulo, he can score Mike Con. But in that final third, we're not creating anything. We right. don't shot some target. We, you're not going to win a lot of games that yeah, way. That, you know? and that's, I, and I, that's set by Angulo. At your age, you you, you still could have scored. Um, that set was beautiful. Yes, it, 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 it was. But I mean, Mykon can also have, score under, under tougher circumstances. That's a good Similar to the guy that scored the goal against us from Tampa that was le- leaning over somebody that we thought was the best player in the uh, field. Collins, Neil Collins. Collins exactly. the, the Scotsman yeah, the from Scotsman. Yeah. So it's a work in progress. 19 new players, it, it's not easy. I've been there, done that in MLS, in the NESL. I brought in about 18 or 19 new players in Tampa. Uh, we had a better run. We came in second in spring season, only one point behind the Cosmos. So we were in third place uh, in the playoffs when I got uh, axed. So, you know, it's not easy to turn it around. And, and this team has been turmoil both on and off the field. So it's hard. It's hard, I think, to find consistency under those circumstances. You're just going back to the heat, where there's just a vertical integration of quality people all the way across the line, you know. And, and a clear-cut demarcation of yes. who's in charge. Yes. It's very the owner is not really in charge. The owner says, "Look, if you have an important money decision to make, then I need to know. It's my money, but I'm not telling you who to draft." I'm not telling you who to sign. I'm not telling you how to spend the money. Well, actually, he does, I guess. Mickey does. If it's, I guess it's a big deal. But otherwise, he can go look at his cruise ships if he wants because he's got that business, too. And he knows, hey, I got the guy. And I love and, that they reward within Dave as well. Schoolstruck yes. came from... Right, came from right. When I was with the team, he was in the video room in the bowels of Miami Arena, surrounded by about 10 VCRs, and he was cutting highlights. And Dr. Jack would get on, um, because our broadcast is one of the ones, and Dr. Jack would get on the uh, talkback and yell out, video room, hello. And, of course, he knew Spolster from Portland, too. Spolster had gone to Jack's camps in Portland. So he was saying hello to Eric who literally grew up in the belly of a, that arena to become a two-time NBA champion head coach. But you're right. Um, that's a very loyal organization. They don't have a ton of turnover. Uh, Andy Ellisberg, who's their cap guy, began as a PR, as this number two PR guy when I was there. I, I Sam, Sam, there's hope, dude. There's yeah. hope. You could be running the franchise Ellisburg, in a year or two. Ellisburg Sam is, Ambrose for president. Yeah. <laughs> a cap guy at, at the NBA and now the NFL level, but the cap guy is... Probably the third or fourth. We're only going to Dave Lamont if we need money. 
Dave, you'll be owning the team. Sam is running it. Uh, listen, I'm, that, I'm that coaching works. it. That's, All right. that's fine. That's fine. Dude, we've asked for things like this in the past. <laughs> we have. Be careful we, what you wish for. Yeah, yeah. Obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah, there are things. There are things that we've asked for like this in the past, and there, and definitely some stuff is has come throughout. You know, I don't know. Hey, it. Coach Rongan, listen. I'm going to ask you I this. I as to Coach Rongan. As Coach Rongan? Yes. Or as Thomas Rongan? Wow. You, know, get, you are getting real serious now. Sorry. He doesn't like the way, he doesn't well, like the way that I said his, I didn't like Sparky. You know? his, he wants to not really – he really wants to – he, he wants understand. to crush me now. You don't understand right. how much I, red wine dude, he had before I have you got a, here. I have a shitload of respect for you. I do. I think you're great, dude. And I, need, I I really – Dude, if you want me to look up to you, then I'm going to have to ask you a real question. Go ahead. And Sparky's go, mom listens go, to this show. Go. Oh, okay. no, forget that. I'm like, oh, I'm off Sparky. Go on. <laughs> you see somebody like... You know Sparky Anderson? Shut up. <laughs> Wasn't Sparky Anderson a baseball coach? Yes. Are you kidding me? He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's passed on, though. Sparky Anderson. What? Yeah. Why are you so jealous of Sparky? I'm, 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 Is he I'm, banging I'm, all I'm, the chicks uh, you would bang? Yeah. Well, 59. I, well, that would be great, actually. Yeah. Wow, congratulations. If I still run in those circles. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, I, I always knew about you oh, because that you had that capability. Because he's English and better looking? Is that what you're mad he's about? Looking. What, are you, oh, what are you mad about? No, you're going to ask questions. I want to know what you're the most mad about Sparky. Don't, Why don't do you dominate Sparky? the airwaves now. Ask me a question. We, we're beyond Sparky. Okay. Now I forgot, though. Oh, I can yeah, right. right. have, another, have another red wine. Can we go, oh, back? Yes. Can we go right. back to word association? We were no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, haven't we, haven't done everybody. we haven't done everybody. Oh, we everybody? Really Either city yeah. or, uh, or uh, school. You like Steve Sachs? Steve Sachs? Steve Sachs, yeah. Steve Sachs was a baseball player. Yeah. First, uh, first baseman for the Dodgers. Second. Second baseman for the Dodgers. He was am the one I, am who I good or what? He's the one who developed <laughs> Steve Sachs' disease. He couldn't throw the ball to first. My right. first poster on the wall was Dr. Couldn't J with the, with the ABA the ball. No, you're wow. not good. You said first base first. No, you got it. Base, got whatever. It. Hey, he remembers. Yeah. Who's our first? Who's our second? What's our third? Yeah, you I mentioned know, the no. Washington Diplomats. I went to a Washington Diplomats game as a kid to see Kyle Rowe Jr. in the Dallas oh Tornado. Oh, Dallas Tornado, When baby. he made the cover of Sports Illustrated. I don't know. You may not have been in the country. You weren't in the country by then. No. But in the early 70s, yeah. when the NASL was just getting off the ground, and they were really trying to sell the sport to Americans who really didn't know it very well then, uh, Kyle Rowe Jr., because his father was a very famous football player and a broadcaster, got on the cover with a Dallas Tornado. And I went to it. My dad dropped me off at RFK for a Dips game. That's what they were called, yep. to see the Dallas Tornado and the Dips. So that, that was the first soccer game I ever went to. I was probably 13. And then Pele got signed in 75, and then it was all Yeah, and then it was all over. And now yeah. you get to see, I don't know if he's, Pele is still considered the greatest of all time, given what's out there now. I love but, Zips, the ice cream place, where you put it, get a little helmet, you put it in, you get all the yeah, toppings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah, Zips. Yeah, yeah. But okay, what other city we got? Or, or did we have everybody? <laughs> we're good. There, was, there was another female that didn't tell us Ladies, anything. colleges? Colleges? Uh, I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Step forward, please. It's a technical school, but it's Full Sail University in Orlando. I know Full oh, Sail University. Full Sail, yeah. You know what they do? It's really cool. They have, uh, they're expanding into making video games. It's a three-year school, but it's very intense. It is. And they do a lot of television and radio production, and now they're getting into video games. They took one of my former students, and they gave him a $50,000 freaking scholarship to go to Full Sail. I, you know what I'm working on, Dave, right now? Virtual reality training. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Wow, really? Sounds like no exercise really? dieting. Scott from, <laughs> the, Scott from the Cudio says it'll work for Ronaldo. It didn't work for 
Yeah, if you're fat and you don't want to move, that's a great concept. Virtual if you're fat and reality. you do want to move, that's yes, sir. Training. San Francisco Deltas are pulling it off, right? That's where you saw Oh, it. here we go. The San Francisco, yeah. That's right. We, Thomas, Sam Waff, Thomas and I not yet been sent to inspect that franchise. I'm working on that. Working on that, yeah. Because they don't want you near the vineyards. That's, that's great. That's I want great to be near the city, vineyards. by the way. Oh, my God. Correct. There's no place like it in Amazing. America. Amazing. Yeah. There's no place like it in America. University of San Francisco. What's the biggest base basketball player coming from uh, Bill, Bill, Cock- Bill, Bill Cartwright? Well, no, Bill Russell went to Oh, U.S. Bill Russell. Yes. University of South Florida? No, University of San Francisco. Oh, there Russell. you go. We're talking about San yeah. Fran, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> USF. I don't think any famous basketball players come out of USF. I thought it was USF. Bill Cartwright. Somebody's going to look that up. Bill Cartwright. Right. Over there. I what do you, right. you want to know? What school did Bill Cartwright? Bill Cartwright. He might have been a USF player. guy, uh, but Bill Russell and Casey. Not Casey. Yeah, maybe him too. Bill Russell. Who was the best? Bill Russell or uh, or uh, a Wilt uh, Chamber? University of San Francisco, Bill Cartwright. Nice. Well, Whoa, DR, the foreigner, Dave Lamont. <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> Do I know my sports or what? See, and you know what? Never called a basketball game in life. Dave's got 500 on his belt. Bingo! Friggin' Sparky Anderson didn't know that answer either, so you know. Here, All right? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm hoping that Thomas isn't listening right now. He hates you. <laughs> He's trying to top you on basketball it's stuff okay. so bad. That's I don't fine. have the kind of ego I mean, that's going to bother me. I know, part. but I'm just hoping that that's you fine. guys don't clash on Remember Saturday. Remember, well, well, actually, you'll get Ivan on Saturday anyway. So right. you don't have to worry about me clashing. Right. You Ivan English, will be you're going to get an in. English accent. Yeah. Oh. But that, here's you know, the thing. Hey, listen, hold on. My whole goal oh, is to make Steve, Thomas Steve, I happy. hate to cut you off because I love you, but, but I have to. You know, Matt Abbey says the English guy that calls the game with you is fake English. <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't know the difference between... Well, I, I, I don't know what to say about sure. that. I know. You're sort of attacking one of our colleagues there. Yeah. We can't, oh, I'm not. You're actually, about to not get stabbed. He was born and raised in the Ukraine. I know, but... Uh, right. Spend most of his time in England. Matt says it's fake English. Okay. I'm like, I don't understand what fake English is. Yeah, me either. Let, let's move on. Uh, what else <laughs> we got? All right. All right. Yeah. You, you you broke it right there, Chris. You know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to kill it with a commercial for you. Hey, sports fans, are you ready for some soccer? Come out to Lockhart Stadium to cheer on your Fort Lauderdale Strikers professional soccer team. We have lots of activities on game day. Tailgating, games for the kids in the family fun zone, camaraderie with your fellow Striker Lakers, and some great Strikers soccer. There's nothing like experiencing the game live. Get your tickets now starting at only $12 at Strikers.com. I have to move the mic away from some of these guys because they continue talking. <laughs> so, yeah, well, we figured you'd cut the darn things off. No, it is, no we're you not, don't have it, an engineer. It, it's not that high-tech. Understood. It's, it's run through a website. You, you, you realize it, it's in my kitchen, right? <laughs> yeah. In my kitchen? In we're my limited. Kitchen. <laughs> Our, we, we have six <laughs> minutes left. And we have failed this franchise. No, we have not failed this franchise. Absolutely. <laughs> So I have Listen. a question. Oh. It's a musical trivia question. All Can right. you hear me? Anyone? Okay. What are the top three record sales in music history? Bands, people. 
Peep Top three in record sales. Being well, Garth. Well, no. You know about a single record like White Christmas, no, or no, you no, mean no. an album? Overall, single Al- and record. Overall, Garth Brooks on that list. He's two. He's two. Michael Tim. Jackson on that list. No, he's like a Taylor Swift. All right, so, all right, so Tim knows the answer, and we're right. gonna have to suffer through no, finding one. out if Number we can one. find out the right. answer, which is weird. Uh, Taylor he's wearing Swift. Wearing St. Louis, Blue, Louis Blues hat, so. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got one. Elvis. You're talking about Dead or Alive. Elvis is three. All right, so we have one, and I haven't hit number one yet. No. The Beatles? Yeah. Okay. Thank All right, you, David. All right, so let's – and great questions when from you the When you want to do two classic rock hours, by the way, oh, you bring me back. Trivia. I know. It was awesome. I know you can do it from a blues no, fan. Some of us loved it. Without We're doing – hey, I want to be on your classic Without rock why. debate program. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, we got six minutes left. Let's – Talk let's, about Carolina? Well, yeah, yeah. Let's enjoy Dave Lamont for a couple <laughs> minutes. In a in a Carolina way, a Carolina barbecue. Our upcoming, our cup, upcoming. I'm had too many right. beers tonight. <laughs> right, so our I, upcoming the, game. It's definitely one of our toughest games on the road. Can these strikers find some points? Can we do something here? Well, I'm, we mentioned this earlier. Continuity is a big problem. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to see Nunez again. Yeah, he had a nice little debut. Then he played more against Tampa Bay. I'd like to see more out of him. We've got to manufacture some offense. This team still hasn't scored in the first half. So that will not fly uh, in this match. You've got to get on the board in the first half. Thomas has talked about it now for two straight broadcasts, the Jacksonville game and the Tampa game. His keys were almost identical. And one of them is get off to a fast start. Now, he put it in a slightly different way. But the bottom line is you've got to get off to a fast start. Yeah. We had a chance to take a 1-0 lead going into the break and missed. Yeah. It would have been the first first-half goal. I can't imagine the lift that would have given this team. Okay, it didn't happen. We move on. Uh, that's the first thing that's got to happen. Um, Thomas is much more astute about this than I am. I think the back line's been pretty decent. It's the up-front group that has not been able to, to pull their weight. Yeah. So is that the fault of the front three, or is it the fault of the midfield not getting them the service? I don't know if they're winning enough balls in midfield. That's another thing. Yeah, that's I, think, I, I think it's our midfield right now. I don't think we're moving the ball – you know, when it counts, you know, when you're in that neutral zone, I, I hate to use a hockey term, but when you're in that neutral no, I know what zone, you mean. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to you've got to win that ball there. And I like, was it, it Gonzalez, Sam, that came on, the local, the kid from Papano? Not Gonzalez. I'm yes. confused. Manny Gonzalez. Manny Gonzalez. Right, yeah. I, thought, no, I thought he was effective for a while. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as fresh legs, as a guy who looked lively and looked into it, I thought, in that midfield position. Don't forget, Alexander will be back, so that means PC is going to be moved around a bit. Um I've loved. I agree with him. I think the boss has just been fantastic back there. He is by far your steadiest guy. Agreed. Um, Hands down. And and he has a physical presence. He's not afraid to belt somebody every once in a while, which is sure. okay by me as long as it's not outside the game and it's not dirty. Which and I it's think not it red. And it's well, especially. No, no, no. And it was Tampa last game because that was his former team. Right. So he's got an axe to grind. But he needs game. to have. But you know what? You got to go. Everybody's got to have an axe to grind every game. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know, I'm always. I'm always laughing when I hear, hey, they came to play. They're motivated. Well, why, why aren't you motivated <laughs> yeah. for the other game? I mean, that's a dumbass cliche. Yes. It's lazy sports casting when you hear something like, oh, they came to play. No, what did that come to do? Can we, can we, ex- can we explain to Dave a little bit about Bruce-isms and, and what happened last season? No. We have three minutes. No, we're not going there. We, have, we, we have, can do it off We have here. podcasting hours, too, and it's just funny. It, like, w- we enjoy taking pieces from – from some of the broadcasts. Sure. You know, sometimes you hear amazing stuff 
and sometimes you hear hilarious stuff and 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 we're not trashing the guy bruce last year you know he's a nice guy he's a professional he does a lot of things but we used to pull things off of some of the stuff he said and and there we spent half of the show sometimes with a list of things that were said that were odd references he climbed the ladder to pull that ball down and stuff like and we're like I didn't see what? What? <laughs> you know, just just funny stuff. It was just awesome. So down the floor, sorry. way downtown, all yeah. kinds of stuff. No, well, that's some. Uh, we, we've used those expressions before. I mean, that's just that's just part of the sportscasting lingo. Help him, as, as Thomas. <laughs> see, much neater. I still have this stuff on my shirt that I've got to launder. But don't worry, your, your wife is. Oh wow, we just got a ninety-second call. Yeah, that's that's a friendly English. We need a third hour. No, we can actually go for a third hour, well, but Chris will probably kick we, you out. No, no, we can't. No, we can't. Oh, okay. Okay. Hundred percent again. Well, no, what I, I want to add on to what we were talking about as far as um, guys need to step up. For me, PC is a guy that needs to start showing. He he's a guy that he's right a foul magnet. He uh, does he not lead the league in getting fouled? He he might, but yeah, we got he's pretty close to it. We gotta, I thought I saw something on that. We got to see more from him. I mean, no way. We he, signed he, him he last year. Hard. He, I'm not saying he doesn't try no, hard, no, no. but he's, we, he's we need more results from him. Effort. I think, I think, I think Can we hear from the expert? Is, um, Dave and I have now done three, four games. Three Dave together, yeah. Played left side in the attack. He's played in the midfield as a second contention or second holding midfielder to go forward. He played left fullback the other day. Right, with Alexander which is, out. Which is great that you have versatility, but he, you're right. He and the coach needs to find out what's his best position, where can he be most productive, and let his kid just go. He's got great energy, no, no doubt. He has to refine his, his game a little bit. And we've got to go to a break. Let me, let me no, thank – let me thank, no, we're, no, we're going to just end the live show, but we still have podcasts and we can still keep right. talking. Okay. But thank you. Thank you, Dave Lamont. Thank you, Thomas Rongan. Thank you, Sam, for getting everybody here. Thanks for everybody that came out. This is a live hey. show. Hey! cow manure hovers over this performance. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Wow! We're coming. We're no, but now it's podcast. CBS Sports Network. Now it's podcast. We're still re- we're still recording. Yeah, I know exactly where they are. By the way, this is for them. From me. Yeah, for taking me off of uh, an untold number of bowling shows because uh, so. Yeah, oh, I, I really yeah, miss my enough. bowling commentary. I do. I, I, I do. I miss that. Yeah. yeah but anyway, good for you. That's fantastic. Uh, I'm so that, yeah. Punch. It's a free for all right now. Just, just realize, <laughs> it is still recording, so yeah. remember that, you know. So. Okay. Okay. Kick him right in the. So ball. you announced that you, you signed a deal with CBS Sports. Yeah. Tell us well. more. Very well. What happened there? Um, I got called by somebody from CBS, Kieran, what's for ESPN? I really believe he's shocked. Kieran Look at him. Taylor, I think his In last name In the face, he looks shocked. And he said, I want to meet you. We met in Lauderdale by the sea two days ago, and today we sealed the deal. I'm looking for a sucker pundit. I have no idea how he got my name. Watching our broadcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Correct. I never asked him, and he never even said 
Well, Dude, I should have. Yeah. You don't have to worry about if you, if, you, if you might be busy on Saturday. Busy. No, 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 no. I, I I made sure I could stay with the strike. Oh, yeah. Right. They're, no, they're, we both. Actually, tomorrow is my first show at 12. I oh, so, so what are you doing? You're not doing games. You're doing a no, show. No, we're doing a half an hour with a host and myself. Uh, In a TV setting or radio tomorrow. setting? Or how's that? Uh, it's digital. Okay, cool. Um, What's that mean? To it means fingers. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Nowadays, you can stream everything. Through right. TV, yeah, there's through, so much uh, streaming. Whatever, I mean. Yeah. The, the way people look at sports now is and, so different. And yeah. they go, that's the future, you know? But if they like it, it could be a, a national. They said, listen, we need something. Yeah. And, uh, well, C- they're picking up games. NBC, right? uh, yeah. ESPN, Fox are obviously the, uh, the main guys. Yeah, Sam. When's the CBS deal with NASL going to happen? There is a there is a deal. There oh, is a okay. Deal. Yeah, yeah, there is a deal. When there is a, strikers will be on CBS Sports Network twice. There is a BN yeah. deal. Strikers on CBS, CBS. Sports. Yeah. Jesus, like, Sam, there's what? A TV deal. Come here. Sam, yeah, in the August. Talking to this black thing. Give us a little insight. The games are in August, the ones that were uh, for us. Yeah. Somehow I feel like Sam's like, hey, listen, uh, I have a job and... I'm not supposed to announce that right now. So <laughs> no, I'll it's out there. It's out there. I, I know yeah. about it. If I know about it, I'm always the last person to know almost anything. So if I know about it, your kid's there. a big prospect at American Heritage. I know that. Oh, oh really? that I know. In hey, what right. sport? Basketball. Basketball. Hey, I got Oops. It. Your size, Dave? Oh, way bigger and way more athletic. So is he power power forward or small center? He's a swing man. The big swing guy. Man. My oldest son is a, is a center. Wow. Yeah. How cool is that? It is cool. Actually, it's... You guys you met? Know what? You go, I, oh, you know, Dave, I always wanted to play hoops, dude. Really? Yeah. I told you, my first poster was... was That's uh, right, Dr. Dr. J. J. You need uh, to go I, to... I used uh, to have always a, uh, a thing, a hoop thing in my with the kids. I would mm-hmm. play. I would put it so low, I could do a 360 dunk. Of a fucking, that's the best thing Mike, ever. Mike, if you put the room to seven feet, right. I would swatch shit away from my little kitchen. I'm go, whoa, right. Go get in my kitchen, you know? Yeah. I mean, really. We did a lot of that. We used to play it. I did. I could drain three three pointers, Dave. I I should sixty percent of three pointers. You're full of shit. No, I am. I'm full of shit. I could make one penalty kick. You could drive the lane. You couldn't drive any lane, and you could drive. You could throw sixty. Well, back in his youthful days. Anybody know? Hey, hey, don't forget. He is a fit, elite athlete. I'll take under. Thank you. I'll take under. You remember Silky Wilty? Under. You know Silky. Under. You know Silky Wilty from the Lakers? Oh yeah, Jamal Wilty. You know how. Shot Jamal Wilkes. Yeah, big time. Thank you. You can't fucking block that shit, man. No. <laughs> you can't. And I would drain that stuff. And you know what? I would tell my kids if it doesn't go, you can take it back. No rim, nothing. No rim. Perfect. Perfect right. wishes. That a boy. Perfect or nothing. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you finish second, you finish last. Yeah, true. <laughs> you ain't first, your last. That's Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby, baby. You ain't Ricky first, your last. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Second place is the first loser. <laughs> Thomas, What's the old uh, Jerry Seinfeld routine about uh, the guys who lose the Olympics by this uh, much? You go, oh, you're second. No, they're different. Hey, Thomas, how bad do you want to jump out there at times? I mean, do you get feelings where, like, look, just let me out there. Give me the jersey. Give me the kit. I'm going to run out there real quick. I mean, Dave and I get in. Dave is a sports junkie like me. Kids that play, you know, David has played as well. And, yeah, absolutely. I get butterflies still walking the stadium and looking forward to the game. And 
Unfortunately, I get I get a lot of flashbacks yeah, going there. Correct. I really, really do. Yeah, that I, place I, meant I a lot to me. Things, like the rice paddies evolved. I remember the goal I scored. One of the few against the New York Cosmos in overtime. I know exactly what goal it was. I know exactly where I ran on my knees, going down, sliding. I mean, those are those are great moments, you know. And and and, and you recapture those every every week. You re- because that stadium has so many great moments where I kicked Franz Beckenbauer and his wife, seriously, his wife came up to me after the game and said, you kicked my husband. He's, got, he's bleeding right now. I go, you know, this is a fucking game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> seriously. And Franz was standing next to her. She had a big fur coat on. It was up in New York. And Franz was, you could tell, he was ashamed because he knew he was yeah, part of the game. And she was like, uh, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Funny. <laughs> walking behind Pele into Studio 54, and Liza Minnelli gets shoved out of the way for us to walk in. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we own that city, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the awesome. ticket. God, was he magnificent, though. And he was so important to the league. They oh, built everything God. around him. Yeah. And he wasn't what he was, but he was still pretty damn good. Yeah. Clive Toy tells this great story that, that this deal got consummated on a napkin in a bar in Rio de Janeiro. And Pele went, okay. I'll be there, and you're right. He he, he resurrected the, the game, or finally the game on, on the map, and then after that, obviously, the NASL carried a little bit further. We had a little bit of a bump in the road. Mm-hmm. 94 was awesome, because it also was the, the, not the legacy, but, but FIFA pretty much mandated. You have to have a professional league starting after that. So for years, with Ellen Rothenberg and Sunil Galati, that was in the works, and that's when MLS started. And look where we are now: twenty teams, healthy, yep, uh, very healthy, good TV crowd. deal. I mean, look at look at Orlando, and know, and, and and stadiums that they don't have to borrow; they have their own now. Yep. They have stadiums specifically built for them that are ideal sizes, so your crowds look good no matter what you draw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look look you know, at Portland Day. Look at Kansas City. You know, I mean, the TIFOs in Portland. Just, Columbus is nice. Uh, Columbus. Is great. Uh, yeah, that's become an important place for U.S. soccer. Yeah. and maybe we get something down here with Beckham. You know, apparently they purchased the, the, the field. And, and I think the trickle-down effect is that the NASL can benefit from that. Most teams do. We're still mm-hmm. not, but I think we can. you got the USL. You know, I talked about Cincinnati and some teams are drawing 20,000 people. That's a third tier, actually. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the PDL. So there's now a little bit of a, of a verti- vertical developmental integration, but also from a business standpoint, like in the rest of the world. Yeah. The only thing we will never see, I think, is promotion and relegation. Which is a big thorn in, in some people's side as well, you know. But do we do we need that, or or can we do that? Even if we left the MLS out, okay. Let's imagine that we left the MLS out, they bought in, and then everybody else pro rel. Yeah, I don't really think so, uh, because you know that, that the whole contentious uh, thing, NASL breaking away from some people, that pissed off some some people. You know, it was obviously. Um, so did, the our, our guy, so did the AFL. So did the AFL. Our guy that that's his house arrest right now. What's his name again? Uh, that put a deal together. That caught. Good caught. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Davidson. Davidson. There you go. Who convinced six, seven, or eight people to go with the NESL and fight uh, MLS and, and and USSF and FIFA? Most other people went with at that time the U, USL, and they're still, you know, the ownerships that will never never work. I, I I'd be shocked. And the USL is very happy where they're at. They got uh, reserve teams of all the other MLS clubs part of the league. So every weekend you can play a MLS team, although it's the second team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you need for that. The Galaxy's coming into town. You know, I I think the other problem is it's never happened in the United States, so people would have a hard time accepting it. And I think you would, if you're struggling to draw now, when you tell yourself, when you tell your fans, "Hey, we're now in a lower league," how, how do you sell that? to your fans 
uh, that uh, come and mm. see teams that aren't quite as good because we're not quite as good. Right. And, you know, but mm. if we try hard, maybe we'll move up next year. And I don't think Americans will grasp that concept. I love the I wish they could do it in the NBA and the NHL. I really do. But I don't it's just there's no me- mechanism in place for that realistically. So I don't know if American fans would be as accepting as they are overseas where it's just a way of life there. I think the English just got way in front of us somehow. Well, they well, have to do the it rest, something. The rest, they started way the, before the, us. The, the rest of the world has. Yeah. 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 I mean, you look at South America, you look at uh, uh, there's teams now every year you look that have their 100th anniversary or their 150th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. They're institutions, you know, yeah. and, and it was a way of life. Here, the league was built, and I'm talking about MLS right now, totally differently. It's single entity, which actually other leagues around the world are looking at right now. Because some teams are losing a lot of money. It was not for Middle Eastern money and, and Russian money. There would be a lot of teams like PSG and Man City and, and the list goes on and on, Chelsea, that won't be there because of, of the very, very rich that, you know, wanna, it's, a, it's a toy for them. You want gas? Hmm? You want gas? I want gas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I oh. love gas. Yeah, and you got to buy it. Give me a few barrels, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Unrefined. Soccer teams are easy. If you want gas, the tacos Correct. are good. It's, it's so. just, you get it later. I mean, just to give you an example how, how this league has grown, and I think that's most simple. First year, entry fee was $5 million. The last team, New York City FC, owned mm-hmm. by Manchester City and the, the oil the Emirates in, mm-hmm. in the Emirates, was $150 million. This is after 20 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's progress. They got an incredible... Financial windfall as well with, with, with a marketing group called Sum that does every international game pretty much in the world. And that's actually where the owners make most of their money. Well, you, you have to think the strikers are in a similar situation. I mean, they're not 100% like, hey, we got to put a million asses in the seats. They're selling tons of advertising. They have big uh, names, got publics. So they're making money. Money's coming in. There's no bigger um, name than publics. Huh? Supermarkets where shopping is a place. Yeah, well, Dang I mean, God. there are there is money coming in, so we we yeah, get we got great sponsors actually. I mean, Honda and Publix, and those are terrific sponsors. Holy Cross is a, is a local well. institution. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're name it. sponsors. This isn't Bob's Auto Shop down the right. street or Timmy's Ice Cream Parlor. I mean, right. we've got I hate proper. To, I hate sponsors. to burst everybody's bubble. But yes. they're losing their shirt. Who is? Every owner in this league loses their shirt. This is not a profitable. Uh, Do you really profit? buy that? Absolutely. Oh my God, Thomas. There's, there's wait a minute. Now. He does. I've been, I've been yeah. coaching this. Yeah, he I knows. know the budget exactly of my team that coached the Tampa Bay uh, Rowdies. Three and a half, four million. Actually, the last year was six million. That's my owner. That's in the awesome. in the red, in yeah. the black, in the red, in, yeah, the red. in the red. Yeah, but Thomas. But he's got a one-year plan. And, he's got and, it figured and, out. And, but he and he yeah. has an average of six thousand people a game, and yeah. he still lost six million. And now he, buy that. In, now he brings in coal at probably $30,000 a month times 12 or maybe 24 because it's a two-year deal. So in one player, he's invested, invested quite a, a sum of money. I don't buy yeah. that. Joe Cole, I don't, yeah. You look you don't at, buy, yeah, we, we didn't even talk about that. You look at your, your, your players. You look at, let's say, let's take 1,000 people right now times $10. How much is that a game? 10000 10000 yeah. yeah, if you're busting your whole, if you're busting times, your whole nuts on your ticket sales, 16, you're making no money. Times sixteen, but all these teams have sponsorships. Yeah, I mean, man, I mean, no, the on. Tampa Bay Rowdies have the Hard Rock on but their shirts. You you gotta you gotta look at uh, oh. how, how come every team that's losing money 
finds an owner. Why, why is somebody going to walk in? You Are you telling me there's that many Bill, dumbasses in the, the world that goes, most, hey, you're losing money? Most, sure, I'll buy you. Most owners in the USL and NESL walk in with the MO, we're going to be part of MLS in three to four years. I've got a long Bullshit. Deal. No, and well, wait a minute they, now. He nobody's does that and, dumb. And they, uh, it's not dumb. It's they, optimism. It's no, in, nobody's that dumb. It's in, markets, it's in markets where they think they can do it, actually. It's guys with... The guy in Tampa is a billionaire, has deep pockets, so he thinks I can be part of the club financially as well. And Minnesota is leaving. Exactly, correct. Thanks for coming. So those are those are Thanks examples. Thanks for coming. Yes. He invited Goodbye, Loon. No, no, but I know no, what he's he meant. talking I, about. I, I know what he meant. Um, I know what he meant. Yeah, no. He, and there's different different reasons why people. Somebody might still come in and think that the striker name has has uh, how do you call it? Has a cachet, has value, History. exactly. Cachet, exactly. Yeah. Correct. I know the Brazilians here do a lot of stuff with China, with Ronaldo. And this team is worth six here. times what it was three years ago. Six times. Okay. okay. Just in the advertising they sold. Okay. That's because of Sam Ambrose. Right. Well, hey, listen, I want Sam to have his job, so I say yes to that. <laughs> so I want him to stick around. But no doubt. Listen, all of a sudden we, we walked around and we had strikers on our chest. And uh, believe me, I love that. Don't get me wrong. But we have sold everything. I mean, boards, anywhere they can find to make money, they have tried to make money. Nowhere in the past, all those guys you talked about, uh, what, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, yeah. David, Aaron Davidson traffic. Yeah. Their efforts were weak. Okay, well, I, I certainly that's appreciative. I don't know this ownership group at all. But well, that's great that, I, that you guys realize and look yes. at it from afar and say they're trying to invest in the organization and in the product. You yeah. know? That's, that's great because I think that's important too. I mean, there's a, there's a strong correlation, let's face it, between winning, doing well, and, and crowd as well. You know, right? no, I, I just want to I was win. saying before you got here that you know, that's the formula for everything in my view yeah. is, is victories lead to attendance. If you come to a game and the team doesn't play well, you happen to be there on a bad night or a team, when, then that happens, and that right. might affect. It's not – you look at it as super fans. I know, You're I coming. It. You're I coming. I know. Else we'll see you in July. We'll see yes. you in August. We'll see you in that summer season. In the I go to U23, right. bro. Regardless of what – I go to U23. Right. Regardless of what happens – when they're starting, you're going to be there. Uh, three weeks. Twenty-three. Yeah. So, but I went to all the preseason. It's the casual. Sorry, it's about the Tom. casual fans that, that, that yeah. you've got to bring in, and that, and 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 hang on to and make this event. This is the best. Pl- I had a blast, and you know what? The tickets aren't that expensive, and I have good access to the players, and it's an intimate location. I can see. There's no bad sight lines. I can watch the game. I feel like I'm part of this team. That's what people want. That's what irritates me. And that's me what the happened most. before, and that and and can happen again. But you got to win because we are we are a good squad. And I'm tired of hearing. And listen, I'll, I am fully to blame that I say this is D2 soccer, but it's still the best thing in town. Yep. You can't say you're a soccer fan and you don't come out to Lauderdale. You don't come out to an awesome little stadium where you're sitting right on top of these guys. You got great announcers. You, you got it on TV. Everything's awesome. You got. I hear whining and bullshitting about, oh, the uh, the bathrooms are bad. Okay, really? Are you a football? No, they suck at Wrigley Field too, and they're still drawn. We we used to piss in a trough. And they still do. Uh, yeah, at the yeah. Miami, at Miami uh, uh, Yeah, at Orange Bowl. At, at the Orange, Orange Bowl, Bowl, you did, too. Right. Absolutely. So don't give me that crap. Right. 
You're not I a used fan. to drink out of it at the Orange Bowl. Yeah, he did, actually, yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's very strange. Spill his beer, and then he would go after I'll, You know what? I, you mentioned Bill Parcells earlier. I will say this. Parcells, quote, and I always thought he was one of the biggest a-holes of all time. Still do. Um, you're only, your record is what you are. You are what your record says you are. In other words, he says if you're 8-8 eight and eight in the NFL, then, you know, you're an 8-18. and 18. And you look at the team and you go, yeah, we have – oh, yeah, but wait. So at this, at this point, this is a winless team that has, not, that has not played winning soccer. They haven't. You know, there was an opportunity to at least sneak out Saturday with a draw. It's literally handed to you like you gave me this thing of tacos. Right. I ate the tacos. Mike, unfortunately, missed the net. Now, that's mm-hmm. going to happen. But that could have changed the entire focus of the game. Because and Tampa was would. the better team in the second half. They made one change. It worked out very well for them. And you had one guy who just played a magnificent match. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how often is it that a guy in a back line is the dominant player in a game? But that guy was. Collins mm-hmm. was. True. So this team will eventually earn some wins. I'm confident of that. I think as they play more together, and you, if you start with an upset over Carolina this weekend, oh. then you're on your way. Can you mouth the God's Well, ears? let's see. I know the, the, the line I used, Thomas, earlier is, can Carolina win? Can they beat Carolina? Yeah, why? Because they're playing them. That's yeah, why. Right. <laughs> they're the only team in the NASL that right. can beat Carolina Saturday is the Strikers, and that's the attitude that, that hopefully <laughs> they will have because that's where you get upsets in sports when you think, I don't really care what that – Jersey or that kit says, I you know we're going to win. We're confident. Any, any given say, Sunday, yeah. any given Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's was our our motto. Don't pick the striker. Seriously, we didn't care who we played. We didn't care where we played. We came to win. Yep. And we won more than we lost. You and and you also and have to have the on field leadership, which Lord knows you did not lack with that team, no, of yeah. saying, okay, you know what, something bad just happened. We can fix it. We'll make good right. things happen. What happens with teams when they lose, and this goes to any sport, team sport, is that, oh, here we go again. Gordon it, Banks, Jonathan Bevern were great leaders. Yeah. Tony Whalen was a great leader. Oh, I Nene, remember Tony. Oh, he Nene, was awesome. Wide, wide, yeah. Well, Kubias was more by example. Yes. Ray was, bah, 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 yes. but Kubias was the quiet. But player. you're right. There, was, there were great leaders out there. And, and Whalen changed the course of a game. Yeah. Whalen would Raylan, knock somebody on their ass yeah. because he was this big, burly Englishman, right. and he, would, he wouldn't take or crap even, from anybody. Or even rallying a teammate's cage. Yeah. And that's the leadership that will develop, hopefully, with this team in time. And, it's, again, when you bring in 19 new bodies, who are your leaders? Right, yeah. No, you know. it, it's true, yeah. When you have your holdovers, but they were the guys that maybe came off the bench right. or Those guys were the supporting cast Unless guys they've been not. around for a while. And that's why I was happy to see the guys are getting longer deals here. So you're now going to, to build a team around a core group of people that, you're, that you've identified as, okay, these are the guys we want to stick with. Hey, if we bring some of those other guys back, that's great. But this is our core bunch. These are the guys we want. And that's an important thing. That's why it might take a little time to develop this Definitely. the way we all dream it to be, and we would love to see it happen. Yeah, a strong, outspoken guy like Gale and stuff like that, you know, is 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 a guy that could would be a leader. Would you give him the armband, Gale? Um, no. Oh, why not? He's he's uh, hot-headed. He, he gets... Gale played in two World Cups for me in okay. the 20s, played two seasons with me. Excellent player, but not... Guys, yeah, that's a name dropper. Okay. He acts like he's so no, cool. No, but but he's but he's right. Viewers, so and and Gali Gali said the same thing. Why? Okay. He's not a 
No, Golly said the same don't, thing. I don't know him and don't give him the arm, arm and he'll go, wait a minute. Okay. I know him very well. No, but yeah, Golly said he player. knows you very well, too. He great. talked very highly of you. He was on the great show. Person. We talked to him after the fact, too, and he talked to us. So, oh, you know, God, I feel bad now. I feel no, no, bad. no, no. No, no, don't feel bad. I mean, I just thought. I don't. Because we, we have identified him as, as the player we probably are. Uh, at least from what we're with. seeing on the field right. is an so I'm guy. asking we just had this conversation about leadership and where it may come from so that's why I asked he, does he's he have verbally that? not very strong guys Any, okay. in yeah. terms of maybe dealing with a referee mm-hmm. uh, he would be a little hesitant that's the way his play is not an indication of he's actually very <laughs> to me he seems like he could, he could be hot headed a little bit and stuff like that he, okay. he loses but no he's not the right okay. guy to manipulate a referee or to get on his teammate or he's actually too nice for human for that. Okay. <laughs> you need a little bit of a prick. He's a nice. He's a So who? who Quote Gale is a back, nice who is human. The captain for you. When who is striker? When you know Thomas Rongan is talking and he really means it, he blinked his eyes like that. It's like, like oh my god. It's a spell. He puts yeah. me under two. We do it on a broadcast. He will do that. There's blink. no chance Thomas is lying to you right now. No. No. Right? I know. Did I know. you feel that? I can tell when he's giving me a little elbow in the ribs yeah. or whether he's like, oh man, I'm locked in on this and I'm going to take this Let me tell you seriously. one more story. I was, <laughs> all right, one more. Then I, I, I think 19, we both got it right. Does it have anything to do with a hooker and 19, cocaine? Please. 80. Uh, it might now. Washington if you mentioned 1980. On the road against the New York Cosmos, 66,000 people in the stadium. Oh, my own. We had, at that time, uh, shootouts if, if the game yes. went to tie or whatever. Oh, my God. So there's five minutes left. The game is 1-1, and I'm marking Beckenbauer in the corner. And Cruyff walks by Beckenbauer and goes, don't let this guy go on, Don't let this game go into overtime. I'm going, whatever. I know it gets very hot. It's like now. Cruyff gets it, he plays a through ball, Beckenbauer goes, oh, stumbles a little bit, 2-1, Beckenbauer to Cruyff, let's get, let's get in the limos. So Cruyff goes to me, let's get, take quick showers, let's go. So I get a limo and look up, hey, Mick Jagger, how you doing? Uh, yeah, what's happening? Uh, nice. So we're going to Manhattan, this is a true story, Kevin Keegan is doing like a pile of cocaine, it's not even fucking, he's not even oh, it's like fucking, it's like Scarface. So we get to Manhattan and... And uh, Mick goes, uh, what's your favorite song, mate? I go, uh, Sympathy for the Devil. He goes, let's go, boys. And oh! Then, and Cruyff, halfway through, song goes to me. Johan, just like me, is a smoker. Um, but he, just like me, hate drugs. And he goes, Thomas, I don't want to be part of you know, This is not good. So we leave. And I'm going, this is my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> and a cokehead stones basically in a room and they're playing live for me on front row baby but I'm left with them you know uh, of course okay. man alright Dave and I gotta go thank you so much for having us on anytime guys anytime. thank you very much for the strikers thank you very much everybody we're gonna play out with this thank you very I don't even know what to say